fuckface. First, take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! Otherwise, I'm gonna have to head down there and I will rain down on a godly fucking firestorm upon you. You're gonna have to call the fucking United Nations and get a fucking binding resolution to keep me from fucking destroying you. I am talking scorched earth, motherfucker! I will massacre you! I will fuck you up! What up, what up, what up? Thanks for checking out another episode of Real Ass People's Entertainment. I'm going to make this short and fucking sweet. First of all, explicit content. So that is why we encourage you to turn up the volume in your car so the person parked next to you can hear. Take out those fucking earbuds. Let the little ones listen. We uh, we encourage kids asking you awkward fucking questions. Um, go check us out on Instagram, Real Ass underscore people. Check us out on TikTok. You can find this podcast anywhere podcasts are available. Uh, you can leave us a review. We do encourage that. Good review, bad review. We don't fucking care, but we do prefer good review. Um, please do that. Share the shit out of this podcast if you enjoy it. We appreciate that too. Um, Anchor app, you can leave us a voice message. That's always welcome. Uh, I do want to apologize that an episode was not dropped this last week. We will get into that. And we will get into the changes that have been made to the show. Hope you enjoy the changes. So, um, hope you enjoy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go find... I'm gonna find some whiskey. Where is it? Where's my whiskey? Whiskey! Are you ready to do this, asshole? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Are you done doing your little texty text? I'm ready, dude. This just drop. I'm ready. I'm not texting. Trust me, I will be, but I'm not. I'm ready. Get off your fucking ball. Wait, hold on. What's it, what's in your? I what? don't want to be fucking clanking around. You'll be all fucking buttered at me. I'm already recording. Oh well, why didn't you fuck? Roll. Let's go. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Thanks for checking another episode of Real Ass People's Entertainment. What up? What up? We got the Dino, the one and only. Don't you ever fucking forget it. And Dirty Dan. Dirty fucking Dan. Right? Uh, so In case anybody was wondering, Dirty Dan's wearing fucking avi- not aviators, Ray-Ban shades. Like Knock-off Ray-Bans. He's playing cool with me right now. Knock-off. Cool, I feel hand, like, I feel cool like, hand Luke. I feel like a white Ray Lewis, maybe a white Stevie Wonder, just sit up here, just... Okay. Just do my, Okay. Just, do just my blind thing. as fuck, yeah, playing the harmonica. Don't mind piano. us just sipping on the Tula Madur. Yeah, no, uh, no beer or white claw today. No, it we is, decided uh, we're gonna start being men and start drinking whiskey on the podcast. And well, he decided to finally grow up. No, right. I'm a baby back bitch. What can I tell you? I was just gonna go with baby, but you can go with the rest. That's okay. Well, Dan, it's been another week. It has, and we got some interesting information. Which Let's is, go. Let's hear it. So, the reason the episode didn't drop this week is because. We had previously recorded two fucking episodes. I know. One. Great stuff, too. Honestly, um, I loved the content. It was fucking gold. Yeah. Um, one going into about you. Yep. Because you were a guest. And then after that podcast, we talked about um, being a co-host. And What's you decided up? To Your come boy's going to be here permanently. Well, until he dies or we find somebody better. Wow, fuck you. But yes. Just take me down the, from that <laughs> shelf. <laughs> fuck. The, 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 the Dino is here to stay. And uh, it's because my charisma and high vocabulary. 
There also wasn't a very long list. Oh, got it. Okay. <laughs> that was also one of a very short list there was, of there co-hosts. Was, there it, was, was me, it was Ryan was, or my ex, and I was, said I should choose Ryan. There was him <laughs> and him. That was yeah, it. <laughs> so, that's okay. Uh, we went with that, so until he dies or we find someone better. Well, it. I was actually trying to start my own podcast, and when I was tattooing I, him, I brought it up to the fact, and he was talking about it, and I started following him, and at the end of it, we just kind of decided to converge forces it just seems easier we you know fuck it and it works it works it works great we have a great repertoire if you that's probably not even the right word but it's okay we got it whatever you think we need we have yeah we'll go with that so a little backstory for anyone who isn't following the instagram which you can check at real ass underscore people this last week we recorded an episode uh i can't remember what fucking day it was but it's thursday it's thursday or some shit was it it was last thursday yeah um, and we still hadn't dropped the one from the Thursday before. So I was working on my computer. I, I had my son this weekend. I was at the indoor playground with him, had all my computer stuff with me. Uh, I was organizing some files, put everything back in my backpack. When we went to go leave, went to the mall, still had my backpack in the car. Didn't even think about it. Cause it's never been an issue for me. And generally I don't have all my shit in my backpack at one time. We go into the mall, we're in there for a couple hours, come back out. Turns out someone thought they needed my shit more than I did. Passenger window, fucking busted out, and uh, took my backpack and took off. Those fucking bitches. They are. It's it really kind of irritates me that someone that someone works so hard for something, like I mean, a MacBook's not cheap. MacBook's fourteen hundred dollars. The MacBook. It's a lot of the, money. Yeah, the laptop was fourteen hundred. Thankfully, none of our recording equipment was in there. Thank God. Uh. The laptop, my expen- the mouse. If my expensive ass stand got stolen, I would have been fucking pissed. That little baby thing was free. Shut the fuck up. Continue your story. <laughs> $10 on Amazon. Hey, it's a good investment. Continue your story. So, the laptop, my iPad, my external 2 terabyte hard drive, which had all my files on it, uh, my mouse, $100 Xbox gift card, all my notes, Paperwork for other things, all in there, and Fucking five bastards. five years of photography work, like ten thousand photos, dozens of photo shoots I've done, countless hours with with countless number of models. Yeah, all that hard work between me and them, just big dick fucking Dan. gone, swinging. And uh, and that's what fucking irritates me. The laptop yeah. you can buy again, the iPad you can buy again, all the tech you can buy. Yeah, again. but and then, but the work that you the, created, the stuff that you produced over the many years it's shitty as fuck trust me it is yeah like even like my first fucking uh photo shoot gone yeah and it's just it's really kind of fucking irritating that someone doesn't want to fucking go to work and and buy their own stuff right and just wants to take somebody and else's. also you shouldn't have to worry about going to the mall worried about whether or not you're gonna get your shit stolen you should but you next should. time don't fucking leave your backpack in your car Dan. it's very you know true that. uh ever since then so i ever since then he locks his car my car was fucking locked. Oh, got it. Uh, no, the worst part was is I forgot that I had left a spare key to my car in the center console. Nice. So someone would have taken five seconds to look. Uh, they could have took the car, too. They literally could have taken the car. They didn't even check the glove box because I had just gone to um, Bellevue Rare Corns later that day, yeah. and there was uh, $200 of silver bullion in my glove box. What the fuck? First off, Cool. Second off, why the fuck did you have $200 of silver bullion in your goddamn glove box? Because I buy silver bullion every paycheck. That is my savings account. You're one of those guys, huh? Well, you- Precious metals last forever. 
Well, yeah, but it, it, it keeps my buying power. Whereas your dollar will get weaker staying in the bank, my silver will still buy the same amount tomorrow when your dollar's worth half as much. All right. Well, I see where you're getting at with that, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, so if anyone wants to learn about what that I'm talking about, because I'm not going into that, uh, go read the book, um, Guide to Investing in Gold and Silver by Mike Maloney. I promise you won't regret it. Um, and it's also a lot harder for me to dip into my savings account when it's literally in solid metal in a safe. Okay. You ever done that? You ever want to no. go buy something? You're like, oh, I'm just going to log on to my app and just pull some money out of my savings, put in my checking? Yeah, but... I can't do that when it's literally at home in fucking silver bars yeah. in my safe. Yeah, but I'm a cash-only business kind of guy, so I always just have cash on me, which really piss. You know what's really funny, though? Like, so many places don't deal with a, a fucking cash these days. Like, I've been to places where it's only card or shit like that, or, like, I've had to go do, like, business licensing stuff, and they're, I was like, can I pay cash? And they're like, no. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you're telling me the government doesn't take American currency anymore? See, I always thought that wasn't even legal because that is the... It's the, a form the, of the, payment. The, well, it's, it's the legal currency. That's what I'm saying. That's why it fucking freaks me out because I'm just like, I'm in a cash-only business. I mean, it doesn't have to be that way. We choose to make it that way. But, like, I always have cash. Like, my girl never has cash. It's so fucking upsetting. I'm like, I never, you don't even just keep anymore. like 20 to $40 on you. Like something like sometimes you need cash. Like I, pr- I probably should do that. And I've wanted to get in that habit of just having like at least a 20 on me. Sometimes you need it. cash or something happens to your card and you need, you can't, you know what I mean? You need cash. Like I always have cash on me. Always. Like I always have zero dollars on my card. Cash only business. I would stop at the ATM probably two to three times a week to deposit it. I literally only have a card so that when I need to buy something online or some shit like that, I go put my cash on my card. That's like the only reason why I have, oh, that and Spotify. Cause I have my reoccurring payments and shit. Oh, Jesus. So like, you know what I mean? So like, I only have a card for like random shit. Speaking I don't know Spotify. You can go check out this uh, podcast on Spotify. What, what real ass people's entertainment. That's how it is. That's how it is. Well, my week's been pretty okay. My shit didn't get stolen. That's good. But, uh, yeah. We can change that. No, I'm good. I'm okay. definitely good on that. Yeah. It's been a busy week. Schedule has been pretty uh, getting pretty booked out. So that's pretty nice. Business is picking up and, uh, being able to, like I said, being able to buy new stuff and I'm going to buy a machine. So, so since this is the, going to be the official first podcast that that you are, are being on since the other fucking two got stolen bastards. I know. Uh, why don't we talk about you for a minute? Okay. Uh, listen, I'm always down to talk about myself. I am highly aware. All right, let's hear it. Okay. So you are a tattoo artist. Yep. So they say, yeah, I mean... Yes, I'm a tattoo artist. Yeah. yeah. I was a little iffy about that. Then I got a tattoo from him. Like, okay, and then you're like, okay, he, he kind of he like knows what the this. fuck he's doing. Yeah, got um, it. But no, uh, let's hear a little bit of your fucking backstory. You are from the shithole of Michigan. Whoa. You're not wrong, but it's not necessarily a shithole. It's actually a very beautiful place. I was trying to get Ted Nugent on here, but they sent me you. Ted... I'd fucking love to have Ted Nugent on right? here. Only if he sweetly serenades stra- uh, Stranglehold to us while on the podcast. But, uh, yeah, just moved here from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. What not city? Marquette. Uh, uh, and it's the second half of Michigan that nobody fucking remembers, in case anybody you were wondering. I got to interject. What? My coworker's from that city. Excuse me? I just me? found out. He heard that you were on the show, and I told him you were from... Michigan. He's like, where from? And I said, pretty much fucking Canada. And he, that's the city he Marquette. said he's from. He's from Marquette. Yeah. Okay. Like so, born and raised in Marquette or like he like was there. 
he I think he was like from there, like grew up there. Gra- gather that information and we'll reconvene at a different time. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so moved here. It was actually between it was actually my plan was to go to the Florida Keys. I got really fucking tired of eight months of winter and like super small town. And so my plan was to go to the Florida Keys and find like a thick ass Brazilian bitch and like become a cocaine drug lord. Pro- probably get into drugs, but then like you know you were going to become ta- the next Florida man. I was definitely going to tattoo, but there was going to be other sources of income while having a fine ass honey in paradise. And then I ended up here in Tacoma, Washington. I feel like you chose didn't the wrong make place. The right choice. Yeah, that's okay. I love where I'm at now cuz we're doing this and I love where I work and that's that's Motherfucker, th- I will leave you for a fine ass Brazilian honey and a pile of cocaine, okay? Fuck that's, off. Okay. You know what? That's okay. That's that's the truth. That's the truth. But um yeah, so I uh, I came out here about six months ago. It's been a really, 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 really rough start, but things have finally gone in my favor. I'm finally back up on my feet. Uh, I've surrounded myself with great, humble people who care care immensely about other people's well-being, and I feel like I found a wholesome, wholesome little family to call my own, my coworkers, my good friends Cody and Melissa and you and just been able to been able to really get on my feet but it hasn't I've been I haven't been able to do it on my own it's been with the blessings of other people so it's been really fortunate enough to do that and when I first got out here I had my other buddy Ben who was gracious enough to open up his home to me for the first part of being here and I was I wouldn't be able to do anything that I did without him so very grateful for him as well and you know things are fine like I said things are finally turning around for me and I'm been able to stand on my feet and gonna keep swinging. There so, you go. Yeah. And what a, uh, what tattoo shop are you working at? Because a lot of our listeners are currently. Local. I'm working at Raven's Claw Tattoo, uh, downtown Tacoma on Puyallup Avenue. Uh, if anybody knows where Alfred's Cafe is, it's literally right across the street and like three blocks south of the Tacoma Dome. Uh, it's yeah, pretty dope spot. It's actually a tattoo shop and gallery, so half of the space is an art gallery. Uh, has all of our featured artwork and we also rotate featured artists local to Tacoma um, and then you have us us four tattooing and it's just a great space it's huge it used to be a dance studio so it's like really it's all wood floor super huge white walls it's beautiful in there. yeah it's it's honestly the most bougie studio I've ever seen really yeah I and mean I've, I've worked in street shops all that shit you know what I mean like graffiti on the wall it's nice to see drywall <laughs> It's really nice uh, to see drywall. Now it's Mike's shop, correct? Yeah, Mike Campbell. Mike Campbell came out here from Federal Way. He was uh, in a tiny ass fucking shop. What the fuck was that shop called? It was called uh, Clever Rebel. Yeah, never been there. But uh, Mike and our other uh, artist Alexis both came here from there, and Mike opened up studio, and she came to work with Mike, and the rest is history. You Literally, know? I've been in gas stations that are bigger than that shop. What clever rebel? Yeah. Well, like I said, I've never been there, so I actually don't know how small it's, it is. But. Oh my god, it's it. Yeah. Imagine. Uh, imagine well, you know that little front booth of your shop, where you have the featured artist. Yeah. Imagine shoving like two tattoo artists in that spot. Yeah. Oh, I've been in shops like that. Yeah. It was so bad. Yeah, but also to Raven's Claw, like I really commend Mike for getting that space because honestly. Most people, I don't feel, could make a space that big work for a tattoo studio. Like, they would keep half, just it on one half. 
and not know what to do with the other half. Well, it's because Mike's also an artist. You know what I mean? Like he, I think he took that spell, that space very well and knew exactly what he wanted to do with it. Yeah. And I think it really, I think it works really well. I think, and that's, what's going to really help him and us as a whole, as a shop and a team. Like he really has created a space where people don't want to leave, but people want to come to work and it's fucking phenomenal. I couldn't be more thankful about it. And what was that shop again? Raven's Claw Tattoo. Owner I, of the studio, Mike Campbell. I highly recommend. Just so you there. know, I've Mike gotten, Campbell's a way better tattoo artist than I am. So if you want good work, go to him. That's what I'm going to say. Well, I'm sure he appreciates that. I've got three pieces by him, and I've got a piece by you. And yeah. I recommend both of you. Well, my running joke is that I'm trash. And if you want good work, you don't go to me. You go to him. And he just usually laughs at it and says, shut up. So we're all I'm, good. I'm going to get you to change that. It's okay. Hey, listen, I'm really hard on myself as any artist should, but I'm like way more hard on myself. And everybody at the shop always tells me like, you need to chill the fuck out. Like, and it's still hard for me. Like even today he was talking to me about, um, how he never has a problem, like handing me a client cause he knows my work is clean and stuff like that. And like, even just hearing stuff like that, it like doesn't, it's not uneasy to hear. It's just weird because of how hard I am on myself with like my work and the quality of the work that I want to put down. Um, and I, you know, we're fortunate enough to be in a business where we are forever growing and learning. You know, there's always something to learn. There's always a new technique. And as the industry grows, that list is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And, um, so to, to me, I don't think I'm anywhere near as good as Mike. And then Mike says the same thing about himself. He's hard on himself and he's like, nah, I'm not that good. But like Mike knows how fucking good he is. Like if he, if he wasn't, he wouldn't have opened his own studio. I was going like, to say it's all over the fucking walls. That's the what shop. I'm saying. Like don't even get me started on his painting. Cause that shit really pisses me off how he's like so laissez faire. He's like, ah, whatever. I'm just dicking around. And I'm like, Mike, literally I would kill to have a 10th of the skill you have in the paintings that you do. Yeah. His, I'm not going to lie. I want to, I, when I have the money, because I want to pay him yeah. exactly what he's worth. Um, but I would like to get, you $2 know, those, $2.50. You know how he's got those, uh, those kind of a taller paintings of the yeah, skulls? The ver- yeah. I want to like ask him, like commission mm-hmm. him to do two, like kind of like matching ones yeah. to put above my bed, one on each side. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like sex dungeon-esque, dope. if you will. Perfect. That's like kind of what that makes me think of, like, like a girl walks into your room and like they see two huge skulls looking at her, and she's like, "Yeah, it's about to go down." Yeah, it's about to go down. There you go. Yeah, perfect. But I, I, I see his artwork, and it's like it's not it's not cheap. It's great artwork. But I don't think it's expensive either because we have no, we have a different artist. I honestly think Mike should charge more. To be completely honest, Do you? we have a different artist that we featured local to Tacoma, Joseph Brooks. Um, who does amazing, amazing work. Um, and they have, his wife has a storefront on sixth Ave's. I think it's called the laughing narwhal or something like that, but he does immaculate work and that's his sole job is he's a full-time artist. He's always, always rotating pieces, going to the night market selling, like that's what he does. And he's, he even has a piece in the studio. That's like an eight by 10. Like it's literally the size of a wall. And I think he wants like so eight foot by 10 foot, like a 10, like a 10 foot by eight foot canvas, like, or a 10 by 10 canvas. Jeez, I thought that other one Mike had in there was fucking huge. No, Mike's the tall, the biggest one Mike has is probably a quarter of the biggest one Joe has Jeez. massive. And like, it's, it literally takes up 
a whole wall in the studio. It's huge. I don't even think I have a wall that big in my apartment. I, yeah. Yeah, I don't. Even, I don't even know what Joe's asking for it, but like, I personally think that Mike should be charging more than what he is because he's a phenomenal painter. I, I think his skill level wise, I think he could probably charge more. It's the fact that I don't know. Art community always kind of seems like your name, like right. Mike's known for his tattoo work, not necessarily his. I artwork. honestly, I honestly couldn't tell you what. Like if I started Mike's his... name is known for, and I don't want to say anything because well, I don't I'm... know. Well, I don't either. That's why I'm saying I'm like yeah. I'm guessing like this from what I've seen yeah. and what I know. Uh, like if I saw like started seeing his work in other art galleries, right? I'd be like, well, now he's a, a well-known artist, right? Or becoming Branching a well-known out. artist. Right. Whereas it looks, it kind of from what I know, from my information, he does his artwork, puts it in his shop, right, and does his tattoos. Right. The artwork doesn't go out of his shop unless somebody right. buys it. The well, I don't know that, are though. constantly leaving I don't to know promote that, him. I don't know if he's putting uh, other pieces in other areas, though. No, I don't either. That's why I'm going yeah. off the information that I have yeah. is that he does artwork. It goes in his shop. Right. No, and I know. And we had a, we had a night market-esque uh, type dealio. <clears throat> Apparently, we weren't allowed to call it the night market because the lady that owns the actual Tacoma night market was getting all huffy puffy and was like you can't fucking name it that or some shit like that fuck that bitch i'll call it the night market if i want it's a market and it's at night what the fuck else do you want me to call it the like dark market you know what i'm saying like like market, you bitch you don't own that fucking market. name like i like when he yeah. told me that i like almost got angry i was like i'm sorry i'd be like show me your copyright i'm like i'm, I'm sorry what like and not even just the name but like literally it's an art market at night what else do you want me to fucking call it but anyway, we had a night market at the studio, which went, I thought it went fucking phenomenal. We had like 14 different vendors and we had Joseph there with his stuff um, and a couple other people who we already have featured in the studio. They all showed up and I thought it was a great fucking time and we hope to do one again soon. Um, but that, yeah, it was a great turnout. Now, how do you become part of the night market? Honestly, you'd have to talk to him. Okay. I know, I know he seeks out people and I know people seek him out through word of mouth and stuff like that. I know I have a feeling that Joseph, cause he's, you know, he's a big guy in Tacoma. So like, I have a feeling that he spread some word and people were getting a hold of Mike. Plus also Mike and Alexis have a big following. And so I'm pretty sure most of it was just word of mouth and it just, it just happened to be, I just, I kept always hearing that we have another, we have another vendor, we have another vendor, we have another vendor. And pretty soon that whole studio was full. Yeah. The only spaces that didn't have vendors were our uh, stations. And that's even crazy. that, yeah. And that's like a quarter of the studio. Like the whole rest of the studio was full of uh, vendors. Because I was curious if it was just like painter artists or it was like art Everybody. of any kind, like even photographers. We had, well, yeah. So there was someone who does, there was a really, he did phenomenal work. There was a guy who had all black and gray like landscape portraiture type stuff but it was a lot of gritty stuff so it was like the tacoma bridge and things like that you know like urban style stuff we had a couple jewelers we had a girl that worked a lot with uh crystals and uh shark teeth so they had a, we had a, a bunch of jewelers we had a guy gypsy. Who, we have a guy that did um like screen printing and we had joseph who has like anywhere from his paintings to pop sockets to apparel, you know, literally think of anything. Okay. There was this one chick there that like blew my fucking mind. Do you remember those waxy things as a kid 
where like there were a tiny bunch of little pellets and you made an image and then you like ironed yeah, the you back put of on, it. Yeah, like a little pegboard and yeah. you put the, the rice paper and yeah, then you and ironed you, well, it yeah. and it so melted she, the back of it. She would make like poster size portraits of like Biggie Smalls with those little things. That's insane. Like, That's like gonna take 10, forever. Like 10,000 wax, little waxy thingies. Jesus. Like she had did some, and she did like a light up boom box and like all this crazy shit. She was really phenomenal. That's insane. Yeah. It was just a great doing time. Because when you did those as a kid, it was like a little six by six square. And it was probably the worst fucking thing you've and ever for seen. for me to like make a smiley face took like it a was fucking the, hour. You're telling me. Yeah. she And she's making a, crazy. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. We had a good time. We had a very good time. And I really hope that we get to do it again here soon. So. That's awesome. Yeah. We had a. Yeah. I'm going to have to ask him some. Some questions because I, w- I would like to get my photography workout. Well, I asked him too because I do everybody. That's funny. Everybody says they're a fucking photographer these days, but like, um, fuck you. No, I'm not saying you. I'm just like, because I was literally about to say, like, I'm a photographer. I've been doing photographer for almost 10 years. And, but like, I don't really publicly pr- pr- uh, produce, produce my stuff. Like, I don't, but um, I asked him and I was going to try to, um, hang up some of my photography as well. Like, because no photography is being hung in that studio currently, I was kind of like, are we doing that? Like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So we're, I'm going to do some prints and, um, get back into it and start producing some, uh, some photography, nothing crazy, probably mostly like, um, like nine by 11s, just small prints. You I've know, got nothing a few, crazy. A few pieces of my work printed yeah. out. Nothing that's crazy. I was more like, kind of playing around with how to get stuff printed when I was printing. Right. Uh, my ex didn't really want any of my artwork on the walls. Which yeah, well, that's why she's your ex, and that's why we all have exes because they always they all exes didn't want something that we wanted. Um. Yeah, but I shoot. Uh, I do a lot of work with with models, all kinds of stuff. Um, like boudoir, like what? Uh, I started with a little bit of boudoir. Uh, when I got with my ex, she wanted me to ease off that kind of stuff, so I eased up on it. Again, that's why she's your ex. Um, I'm kind of getting back into it a little bit. That's not the purpose. I I'm open to like all concept right with models. Uh, but I also did a little bit of landscape, a little bit more of automotive. Right. But I did mostly models. Uh, I tried doing street photography. I love doing street photography because I find it a challenge. It's really hard to just get that perfect shot. Find the perfect spot, perfect lighting, happen to have that perfect subject, walk through the scene, and get that photo. It's it's super hard. I personally hate modeling photos. Why? I okay. Oh, the other thing I do is also drift photography. Yeah, that's dope as fuck. So that's a lot of fun. I do that five weekends a year from the spring to the fall. That's sweet. I get like right on the track taking pictures twenty feet from fucking cars going seventy miles an hour sideways right past yeah. me. It's fucking dope. Um so why I, do you hate models? I hate it. Okay, obviously I don't hate looking at it, but like the idea of it just kind of pisses me off and it's like an out for a photographer to like produce content. Um, like it's really easy to find a hot chick and like take a picture of her. It's actually not it. Okay. Maybe for you, but like I've spent a lot of time with photographers. I went to school for photography. Like I think it's just an easy out for, uh, okay. I'm not saying it that for everybody, but like for me, I also think landscape photography 
abstract photography and other things like that, like even automotive photography, I think that type of stuff speaks more in the photo than just a picture of a girl because pers- I mean like with this whole world of like sexualization of, f- of females and stuff like that, like, okay, cool. It's another hot chick and another photo with probably some pretty sweet tits. Like, see, that's what I think the difference between, I mean, am I trying to, with the my, difference between me and you, <laughs> my photography is I'm, I'm not trying to like have like some deep message in my photography, but I'm not just trying to be like, Oh look, it's someone in a picture with big tits. Well, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, not, and I'm not saying that. it has to have a deep meaning or anything like that. I'm just saying when someone sees a photo, if I'm looking at a photo of the Tacoma bridge with Mount, Mount Rainier in the background, that says a lot more to me than another chick and some fucking skinny Abercrombies and a fucking flannel leaned up against a wall. Well, I, I do something. I do things a little more interesting than that. Like what? Have you even looked at my photography? No, I can't say I have, bro. Go to Instagram real quick. <laughs> While I'm talking, go to Instagram really quick. Okay. Go to D-Block Shots. I know, what, I know what it is. I know what it is. Okay. See, to me, working with a model is harder than working with a car or a mountain. The mountain is there. The mountain's been there for thousands of years. You found a great spot. You put your settings in the right place, and you took a fucking picture, and you may have edited it the right way. Like, okay. it's all on you. Now I have to do all those same fucking things with a living, breathing person and get them to do exactly what I'm picturing in my mind they are doing right. to get that perfect shot. So to me, it makes it even more complicated. Well, I mean, I understand that. That makes sense. Once you add another human element to it, it's a, it, it's a whole other world of problems. A car's just sitting there. Like, you just have to find the right angle. Well, I mean, I get that. I'm just... Listen, it was just simply my own interpretation of it. Have you ever tried working with a model? Yes. And I I actually used to do a lot of wedding photography. Did you even look? Yes. I was just sitting there liking a bunch of your photos. Chill the fuck out. Yeah, you dick. Fucking dick. Um, I actually did... I still do wedding photography. I have another one this summer I got to do, but I've done... I don't think I ever want to do that. Wedding photography. And trust me... It's I would that's even harder dealing with a fucking bride and a oh, bunch of people. Oh, you fucked that up. You are fucked. Why? Oh, you mean oh, if I fuck up the photos? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because I got a fucking bride that I got to deal with, and usually a lot of money that goes into it. A so, lot of money. Yeah. So like, I started. Uh, my aunt actually got me into it. She was doing wedding photography. Um, I'm pretty sure she still does it um, for like a side thing. It's not like she really needed it, but I spent some time with her in Florida. Uh, helping her out and getting introduced to it while I was in school for photography and then just kind of followed through with it. And I started doing it myself back in Michigan and think to this day, I've probably done 25 to 30 weddings in like a three or four year span. And uh, yeah, that's, that's really hard, especially because the shittiest and that's, I mean, usually, okay. In a normal shoot, how many photos do you get? A normal shoot that like so one of the uh, models one of the models that you just took like on your Instagram like how many photos do you think you got from one shoot? I've done anywhere from about two hundred and fifty to fifteen hundred two thousand photos for a shoot. Yeah, last photo fo- I literally just ran into this the other day. The last wedding I did, I had over four thousand photos. Yeah, that's me with drifting. Usually yeah. by the end of warm ups, I have fifteen hundred yeah. photos. Yeah. And I take. I, I mean, I take a lot of very specific organized shots. That type of stuff, like stills of like the bride and the groom, the groom and his mom. You know, all that shit. Like, I don't really need maybe maybe two or three a shot just to make sure. But like when it comes to all the candid shit through, and it just depends because like I can get booked out for an all day session just for the ceremony, just for the reception. 
Um, but more often than not, people get me from basically dawn till dusk, dawn till dusk, and I start right when the bride wakes up and finish when the groom takes the last shot at the end of the night. Like I and I don't give them that many photos, but there's a lot of photos that get accumulated because not only do they want to remember the people. But then the whole the the venue the everything they want to remember all those details the fucking twenty thousand dollars I spent on the wedding you know they want to see all that shit so I definitely and now that I think about it it's kind of hard for me to say that I don't like the whole modeling thing because I kind of technically do that with like wedding with photography weddings, yeah it's but like but the weddings, except you're not telling them what but to it's do also a like very but shots. it's also a very specific thing though because the only person that's getting that photo is the bride and groom. Like I'm handing them a photo. I'm not publishing it. I'm not doing anything. Like it's not hitting my Instagram. Like I just give it back to them, you know? But yeah. So. Mm. No, I like working with models. You what? I said, I like working with models. I mean, like, I, don't it, get me wrong. There's another aspect to it. I'd li- I guess I'd like to. I just don't really know what I'd do. Cause like I for me. I think if you figure that out, figure like a subject and like a theme. Oh, I mean, the, I know exactly right, what I'd the, want to do. There's oh, this guy, Jesus Billy Billicus. He's uh, a guy. No, shut the fuck up. Billy Billicus, if I'm even saying that right, is this phenomenal. I've been following him since fucking like high school. Phenomenal photographer of tattooed beauties. Just impeccable work. Impeccable. And it's like a very... To me, it's like a very gorgeous, sexy, boudoir-type style photography where, like, tatted beauty is just – with yeah, it's just impeccable photography. That's, that's probably what I would do. But, like, I wouldn't want it to be, like, borderline porn. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? I think how, how it's done, how it's edited – Right, kind of and it's all the, the same thing. It's it, well, not all the same thing, but he it's always the same lighting. You know what I mean? Like he has a very he certain. Has, he has a style. Yeah, very certain style, and I yeah. just fucking love it. Like it's some of them. Like for a woman, it's some of the most flattering photography I've ever seen. Like as far as far as for the woman, like it's, you know, sometimes it, it's like super. Like obviously his work, it's like very risque. You know, they're all wearing, like, super lacy, sexy, if not topless, whatever. But, like, it also never loses its class. Like, it's it, it's each each photo that I see is as classy as the last. And it's that's I feel like that's also really hard to do with consistency. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to set up another, another photo shoot because, obviously, I lost all my work. With me? No. Oh. No, never. I was gonna say not. Okay, not once. That's ever. honestly that's always been my one of my things that I've always wanted to do is to be like a uh, product model for like tattoo stuff, or like be like a tattooed like. I wouldn't call me a model because I'm definitely not like good looking enough to be called a model. But like, if Solon, if Solon, if if jump across this goddamn table, (laughs) if Solon Clothing wanted me to take a photo for their fucking magazine cover because I'm a tattoo artist, I'd fucking love that. So I was supposed to do a photo shoot for Solon Clothing. Were you? Yes. Okay. Why didn't you? Uh, it got canceled. The uh guy who reps their gear up here, uh, I guess he was a. Uh, brand ambassador from what I was getting brand ambassador. He's also friends. I think he's friends with the guy who owns it down in California. Okay. Um, and he was going to send him some shirts and he's a male model. Right. And about that time is when he kind of got out of male model. Okay. 
and he just didn't have the money to pay me for it. That's okay. Shit so I was, but I was I was stoked to do it. You I know was, what? I'll could, do it for you for free. So we're ordering like a three XL. Fuck you! This body don't fit in anything over one XL. Uh huh. Okay. I've been keeping it right, keeping it tight. You know what I mean? On the liquid diet. You know what I mean? Lots of lots of water. Whiskey. I stopped. You put in ice in your whiskey. Yeah. Well, yeah. A big the biggest thing was pop, dude. As I'm drinking a pop right now, say, as but you, like <laughs> as you walked in today with a sprite, yeah. But I, that was a huge thing too when I was at the stu- when I was in the studio, like because I don't like energy drinks. I'm not a huge coffee guy. Dude. Oh man, I wish we still had the fucking story from last time about your goddamn coffee. Oh, don't worry, I can tell it again. Oh, that's fuck. an unforgettable experience. I love how you fucking texted me like a couple days later, and you're like, "So this fucking coffee." Yeah. Okay, hold on. So yeah, okay, I. You tell so the story, during, I'm gonna recover, not recover, but refill. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a huge coffee drinker, nor do I like energy drinks. I mean, I'll drink them, but very seldomly, maybe one cup of some like drip coffee or something, but, um, I could crush five, six sodas in a day. And that's a lot. If anybody knows the caloric intake and sugar intake of a single can of pop, that's a lot of, that's a lot of shit going in your body. But anyway, so like last week or so, uh, I stopped at a bikini stand and got myself some coffee, ordered myself, and as sh- dumb as this sounds, I ordered myself a salted caramel mocha. And I didn't realize that the bikini stands out here, they actually don't, to what they told me later in the story, was that they actually don't sell drip coffee. All their stuff's made with espresso. So that single thing is made with like, four shots of espresso with the flavoring and then I get it with almond milk and I didn't realize that. So I had like a couple sips of that coffee and I thought I was going to fucking die. Like I got hot sweats, heat sweats or whatever. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like I couldn't understand. And, uh, I even had to open the window at the shop to like cool down. And my coworker even asked me if I was like going through fucking menopause or something. Cause I look like a fucking idiot. But, um, so then a couple days later, I go back to get me some coffee and I was like, I'm going to try to reorder it. Maybe I said something wrong. And then like I had a discussion with the barista and apparently that's when I learned that apparently they don't serve it with coffee. They serve it with espresso, which I did not know, which obviously doesn't sit well with me to including texting Dan about how fucked my experience was with drinking coffee. And so I do not understand how people can drink like six, seven cups of coffee a day. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me at all. I think you guys are fucking crazy. It doesn't affect me at all. I think you should get your fucking livers checked because that's some shit. And I had like I said, I had like maybe five sips of that drink and I threw it out because I just thought I was going to explode. I couldn't under I couldn't understand why there, I just felt. Which is funny because I've done a lot of shit in my life and I felt like that before, not from coffee or anything like that. But uh, that coffee made me feel like fucking bag of dicks. I was not okay. I was not okay with how I felt. And did we learn our lesson? Yeah. So the next, so literally the other day I went back for a third time. Jesus Christ. And so I told her, I was like, can I get this, this, and this Americano style? There you go. Yeah. That is drip coffee if they don't have drip coffee. Yeah, I didn't know that. So I, and she had to explain that to me. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not fucking well-versed in this whole goddamn. Ask for a 16 ounce Americano with like creamer and flavoring. Yeah. Well, well, that's what I ended up doing. Yeah. And I'm a bitch cause I always get almond milk anyways. So it's okay. almond milk. I, I don't drink regular dairy milk, man. Shit's well, gross. I don't blame you. I mean, at least you're intaking less estrogen. 
No, dude. I'm talking about the legal amount of pus and blood and bacteria that's allowed in milk. I don't even worry about that. I worry about the level of estrogen in milk. Fuck you. You know what you should drink? Badger's milk. Badger milk has the highest percentage of protein in any milk on this planet. Badger milk. Badger milk. You ever had badger milk? I've never even heard of badger milk. I feel like you're fucking with me. I'm first off, I don't fuck about protein, okay? Badger milk. Get yourself some of it, okay? It's kind of thick. Okay? It's almost like heavy whipping cream. But get yourself some badger milk. Dude, your the gains will be unstoppable. You say gains like you go to the gym regularly. Bro, I can bench a five ounce martini like it's my job. I bet you can. Okay, you're curling that whiskey. Extra, and Sprite d- extra dirty, good. extra dirty. Two blue cheese olives. Jesus Christ, dude! I get olive juice and pickle juice in my martini. I like it fucking dry, drier and dirtier than the fucking scum of the earth, dude. It's so good. I actually Ooh. never had a martini. You've never had a martini. Never had a martini, bro. Best martini ever. Okay, check it out. You ready? Apple tini? No. Ew. What? <laughs> no. Stop. Uh, you. Okay, obviously order a martini. You get it with two blue cheese olives. Okay, get it with that some That sounds st- disgusting. Just wait. You get it with some Stoli or some top shelf. Okay. I personally, if that's all they got, Stoli's pretty good. Um, but uh, you get you get it and when you say when you You're starting to sound you, like an express an expensive when you, date. When you order it, see what they hear is I'd like a dirty martini. But what you have to say is, no bitch, I want olive juice. And pickle juice, extra dry vermouth, two blue cheese olives. Like, I want it dirtier. Like, the dirtier, the better. Like, I want it to be murky. So fucking good. My old coworker, Wes, turned me onto that shit. He used to get, it used to look like lemonade. It was so dirty. Ugh. And I was like, what are you fucking drinking? And he'd get it in like a soda glass, like at a bar or whatever, like a, a normal 16 ounce glass or whatever. And, uh, I'm like, what the fuck are you drinking? And he'd let me take a sip of it. And I'm like, that is not fucking lemonade. What the fuck is that? And he had to explain to me that it was a double shot martini made in a beer glass that had a fuck ton of pickle juice, a fuck ton of olives, and a fuck ton of olive juice and vermouth. And it's like really good. It sounds disgusting. Don't knock it till you try it, sweetheart. I, I will try it. I will try it. Different uh, strokes for different folks. There is a There is a drink that I used to drink that a lot of people didn't. Uh, first time I went to the bar, I was with a friend who was definitely a few years older than me. Male or and female? Female. Okay, that makes sense. And uh, <clears throat> I was turning 21. She was a 30-year-old pinup model. Dang, bro. So she was a few years older than me. And obviously, I didn't know what to order at the bar. Like, I knew rum and Coke, Jack and Coke, like I, beer. I didn't know what to fucking order. So she ordered for me, and she ordered me uh, two. This Well... Not at the same time, but two uh, Long Island iced teas. You've never had a Long Island prior to that moment. I was twenty. This is my first time at the bar, bro. Like, I, was, was, like, I, was drinking at, I was I was drinking at the bar at, since like nineteen. Not me. I went to the bar. I got snuck into a bar one time. You know what's funny? I, I got 21. carded more being twenty one than I did prior to being twenty one. That's funny. Like they wouldn't card me for shit once I started going in at like nineteen. No, somehow she got me snuck into a bar like a month before my yeah. birthday, but I was just drinking beer. Um, but no, so she ordered me two Long Island iced teas with 151 no tequila. That shit will get you fucked up. Did she try to fuck you that night? I was already fucking her. Oh. I was going to say, that sounds like, that just, to me, that just sounds like something someone would do to get, to get, to get in their pants. No. <laughs> like that, like if, if a Long Island didn't already fucking loosen you up, I'm, this will. <laughs> I will put it, I'm a lot easier than two 
fucking Long Island iced teas with 151. Not, I am easier than I'm that. I'm not. I'm prude as fuck. I'm such a classy bitch. Like, it takes a lot of work. I can tell work. after listening to your fucking martini story. Dude, it takes a lot of work for me to stick pull my dick so, out. So, first time I fucking got drunk was on gin, though. That's gross. I hate gin. Anything juniper, Isn't I'd that rather... Isn't sh- a fucking martini? No. Are you-, you can get a gin martini, Okay, but I get a vodka martini. I've never... Like I said, I've never yeah, ordered a martini, get a, I, so I don't know what... It- I don't fuck with gin. Juniper so, fucks with me. So, this is... This is the fucking story. The first time I got drunk on, uh, on fucking gin, it was gin and I think it was gin and rum. Ew, what? Yeah, listen, okay, it's, it's, a fuck, it. it's a fucked up story. Let's hear it. So me and my buddy were headed down to college. We're going to the same college. We're going to be dorm roommates, all that shit, right? Uh huh. So we're headed down to Wyoming where we were going to go to college, and we decided to stay the night in Portland because his cousin went to one of the colleges there. Okay. So we decided to stay there. We're doing all this kind of shit. And he, you know, he looks at us. He's like, I know you guys want to fucking drink. You're headed down to fucking college. You're here in a college town. No, you guys want to drink. What do you want to drink? You guys want me to get a case of beer? Do you guys want some, some harder stuff? And we wanted the harder stuff. So he just walks into a liquor store and him, his cousin and him are from Bainbridge Island. So a little bit more uppity class. Bainbridge Island. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. I still don't know about all the places up here, but it sounds fun. It's, it's. It's a lot of rich people up there. I mean, it's a lot of average, everyday people, but it's a lot of rich people, too, okay. on, on beachfront property. Anyway, so he comes in the li- goes in the liquor store, comes back out with a fifth of gin and a fifth of rum. Do you remember what kind of rum? I have no idea. 151 Malibu. Mm, so we get back to his house, and he's like, oh, shit. I don't know why we didn't go back out to like a market or anything. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, shit. The only thing I have to mix this with is two root beers. Ew, what? Stop. Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't even like root beer. So I don't know why. And it's like, called root beer. We, none of us were that broke. We all could have ran to the store to grab something to fucking mix it with. Like, I would have much rather ran to the closest like a gas mucho, station. A mucho mango or something. So anyway, so we have our red Solo cups. I don't know why we're using red Solo cups in the house. Because they're better than blue. Three of us. Um, we had two root beers and root a beers. fifth of gin <laughs> and a fifth of rum. And so what I did, not knowing what to fucking drink, I put in like a few shots of gin, like mm-hmm. probably two shots of gin, two shots of rum, and, and kind of mixed it with some root beer. You're a fucking asshole. It was absolutely disgusting, but I got so fucking hammered that I was literally pouring so much gin and and rum in there that it was it was clear, and I was, I'd pour a little gin in there, be like, oh, oh no, that needs that needs some more rum. Pour some more rum in there. Oh nope, that was too much. Needs some more gin. I literally had an entire solo cup of just straight fifty percent. I don't think no one's. Rum. I don't think that. I don't think anybody's that stupid. There's no way. I'm not shitting. I'm calling you. bullshits. That's okay. You can no, say that is, you're no, not bullshitting me, but I'm calling bullshits. You can call bullshit all you want. This was the first time I ever got fucking drunk. I was beyond plastered. I don't even remember the first time I got drunk. I think it's because I did it right. Oh no! Shortly after this, the last thing I remember. Actually, this isn't quite the last thing I remember. I remember looking at my cup and it being about half full. I was told that I did drank. Did you wake up with your dick in the dirt? I didn't. Oh. Thankfully, I woke up on a couch under a blanket with a pillow and just That's so all nice. nice and comfy. Oh. But uh, the next thing I remember is I was doing what had later been called or uh, dubbed the drunk crawl, where my hands were at my side. I was laying on my stomach and I was using my shoulders and my hips yeah. to crawl across the fucking floor. Nice. And I was crawling across the entire fucking house. And I guess I crawled underneath the kitchen table, flopped on my back, and just blacked out. That makes sense. The next thing I remember is my buddy's big-ass cousin 
grabbing me by the ankles and dragging me out from underneath the table, and then him and uh, him and my buddy swinging me up onto the couch. Okay. So they were nice enough to do that at least, but apparently they had to do it. I remember it once. Apparently they had to do it four times because they kept falling off the couch. Well, that makes sense. And I had this all on videotape, but the videotape got lost somewhere in the years. The last time, and I literally mean video tape. That's funny. I can't even remember. Honestly, I can't even remember the first time I got drunk. <sighs> Probably happened in high school somewhere in my saw. So- oh wait, 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 wait. No, I remember. I remember now. You ready for this? This is this is this is gravy. This is gravy. Okay, and I think Mike. I think Mike would laugh at this if he hears this. Uh, we used to go up to uh, this place called Lake Geneva. Don't you make him listen to this, Mike? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, like, if he's, like, listening, listening, you know what I mean? Um, it's just called this place in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. We used to drive up from Illinois, and my buddy's, my buddy's family had a lake house, and so we'd all, we'd all hop in one of their cars, and we'd all go up there for, like, a long weekend. And uh, I don't know what kind of fucking father let five dudes go to this fucking lake house for in the middle of the summer, but now that I think about a it, great dad. we could have been, we could have all died. Very easily, all died. Well, that's because, the reason right check there. This out. He didn't check want to fucking out. pay for your food bill anymore. Check this out. This fucking lake house had a liquor room. They literally where's tu- this house at? They literally turned their second downstairs bathroom into a liquor room. It had like Costco wire racks in it, literally filled with liquor. And typically they keep it locked. And then what we ended up doing was taking the door frame out and take the door out to get into it because we didn't have the key. And um, I could I, I couldn't believe it. Like we would sit there, kill a couple bottles a weekend, and like we go jet skiing, get on the boat, like invite all the neighborhood. Like if we met a girl, we'd any, any literally any girl we saw. We like you should come over. We're hanging out. We got a hot tub, drinking, hanging out, whatever. And like I will never forget this. Like we were drinking, and like I would pass. And because it was like the first times like getting drunk and fucked up and shit, like I clearly couldn't handle my shit. So like I would pass out super early. I'd pass out at like ten o'clock, and they'd be partying till like the wee hours in the morning. And I'd just be face down on the fucking couch while everybody's doing their shit. Why were you passed out so early? Because I was a, I was a fucking teenager and I didn't know how to keep my shit together. So Jesus I just, Christ, I'm disappointed. I lay know. down and I, anyway. And so I remember, I remember. Please tell me you passed out with your shoes on. You got fucked with. No, I didn't. God damn it. Yeah. And uh, so I, um, the one thing I'll always remember is my buddy Mike at the time, Mike Nasca. Uh, God, I hope he hears this. Uh, <laughs> He drank so, and they found like super old freezer burnt burger patties in the freezer. And like, he was like, he's like, if I don't eat this, like I'm going to die. So he like microwaved these burger patties and like horribly grilled them on the stove. And I think he cooked it right on the grill coil because we didn't have a frying pan. So he like cooked it directly on the electrical grill Jesus coil. Jesus Christ. And um, <laughs> the, next, the next morning when we all fucking wake up. He's like passed out in like in a recliner, and uh, I just I just remember we're all kind of groggy waking up. We all end up making it to like the big couch, just kind of hanging out. And he like he's he didn't wake up, and so my buddy threw a basketball at his belly, and the second the basketball hit his belly, he woke up. He like shot up, and he vomited 
all that came out of his bot projectile vomited. The only thing that came out of his body was clear liquid and ground beef. That's absolutely disgusting. like literally I it was like sure like that. mixed ground beef and water. That's what came out of his belly. That's what came out of his mouth in a projectile vomit stage. And it just went everywhere. That's disgusting. Yeah. And like, we just remember trying to fucking vacuum it all up and like having to spot vacuum all the burger pieces. You're an idiot. Dude. I just like, what else do you do? Like, and it didn't stain. Like there was no stains cause it was clear liquid. And I would just, I will never forget that moment. It was absolutely fucking insane. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's where me and him, that's the day that that whole trip is when me and him became childhood best friends. Yeah. That was crazy. That's awesome. I love childhood stories where you get drunk. A lot of a lot of my childhood stories are about getting high, not getting drunk. I, I wasn't a huge. Honestly, I didn't become a huge drinker until college. I yeah, I was a I was a big drinker. I was a little stoner. I was definitely a little stoner kid. I'd much rather stay up all night smoking joints, fucking hanging out, and just getting high and high and high and high and not having so to worry about where, it. Where I went to college was in Laramie, Wyoming. I went to college with like four thousand fucking car or diesel some type of mechanic focused rednecks right so every fucking night man you were always on your fucking phone just dude it's okay man i got shit i gotta take away. care of you're good man i'm man, listening Jesus to you caller b wyoming just over there just fucking what's up i feel finish so, your fucking I feel story so ignored right now finish your story god this guy's a dick uh no so went to college in wyoming like four thousand fucking rednecks Pretty much every day was a fucking party, right? That makes sense. But, you know, Friday, Saturdays, you fucking partied hard. Sometimes Sundays. Um, you know, Monday through Thursday was more of a, we're going to smoke a bowl, drink a six pack, and just kind of all chill out in, like, the courtyard or whatever. Kind right. Of do whatever. It was usually, like, usually you found, a lot of people had, like, their group of friends, and mm. it was almost like a family. Right. Because college for me was... Nine hours a day Sucking with the dick. same people. Oh, got it. I mean, I'm sure somewhere there was some dick sucking. Okay. Um, but no, it wasn't like normal college where you might have a class this day. Two so did you go to a vocational day. college? Essentially, yeah. I went to Wyotech. Okay. In Laramie, Wyoming. So school was for nine months, nine hours a day. So you kind of found your group of friends that you kind of just... Right. When class got out, that's who you're with. It was kind of like your family. Right. Sit there, smoke a bowl, eat, drink a six pack to yourself, or you know, someone go pick up a case, and you just sit there and all get fucking drunk and make dinner together. And it was like a drunken, drunken white trash family. That's okay. There was a few Mexicans in there too. It was mostly white Mexican people. Uh, shit, I totally forgot where I was going with that. Your story. Come on, man. Fuck. Where was That's I why you don't that? drink Tullamador while you're trying to tell a story because you keep fucking up, what dude. What were we talking about? You were talking about your vocational college and you used to get fucked up with people and stuff like that. Oh, no. I was talking about how every day is a fucking party. Yeah. Oh, that's what we're talking about. You were a big stoner. I was a big drinker. When I fucking smoked in college, I couldn't fucking do anything. I would sit there. I never built up a tolerance. Like, literally, at least five days a week, I was fucking right. smoking weed and I was just sitting on the fucking couch. Right. I couldn't. Like, I mean, I was, I was functioning, but like right. I didn't want to see, I was a little arts. I was an art student in college for a majority of my college career. Like when I first went there, I, I was a ceramic student and, uh, there was nothing better than like smoking a joint before class and going to play with fucking clay. Like I could, and I, and I, the reason why I didn't do the drinking is just cause I didn't want them to know that I was drinking before class. You know what I mean? Like. 
uh, or have any sort of slip up or anything like that, you know? Um, but I was, for some reason I was definitely okay with smoking a joint before class versus having like a beer or two. Um, but there was no, I could, I could do anything stoned. I could do my homework. I'd go to class, take an exam, fucking whatever. Didn't give a shit. I'd smoke a fucking joint. We would smoke weed the night before, uh, we had a welding class. We'd right. smoke a joint the night before. For, I, whether this was true or not, we were, we had the mindset that if we, we went to bed like high, we woke up the next day, our hand would be nice and steady. That makes no class. sense at all. Dude, don't tell me. I was new to smoking. This is what I was told by all I'd the guys say, I was I'd smoking. say if you jerked off before, your hand would be steady, not if you got high. I was in college. There was a lot of that, too. Yeah. Spank, uh, bank. Right? Um, no, but we drank. Holy shit, did we drink. Yeah. It was just, like I said, you, you go to school with 4,000 fucking rednecks. You're just drinking all the time. Well, that's how I. that's pretty much how our school was. I mean, we were, it was in the middle of fucking nowhere, rednecks everywhere. That's kind of how it was. Like, you know, and they'd have their little truck meets in the, in the college parking lot and all that type of shit. Oh, so we didn't do it in the parking lot. We, like, if we went, usually Monday through Friday, Monday through Thursday, we just go, I'll go home and just go chill. Right. Uh, do some around town. But Friday, Saturdays, you would just head up to the fucking mountains. And there was times we would go buy, like, as much alcohol as we could. Right. Three, three four cases half gallon of fucking vodka or rum, couple fists of this, couple fists of that, whatever. I mean, we would literally have a back of a fucking SUV, just tons of fucking alcohol. Right. And there was only about eight of us. Doubt it, but okay. Continue. I'm not even fucking That's kidding That's okay. Uh, so we go up there, go fucking wheeling in the snow, because, I mean, it's fucking Wyoming. Christmas in July. Yeah. Uh, there's about two months of sun. Yeah. Uh, so we go up in the mountains, make a, you know, go wheeling for a little bit, just get fucking lit while we're wheeling, make a fucking circle, big old bonfire in the middle of the trucks, party till three, four in the morning, and then somehow drive all of our rigs safely back into town to the truck stop that has like a 24 hour breakfast buffet. Well, that sounds amazing. In case oh, dude, anybody was, was wondering, breakfast is the best, best when, fucking food when in the you're world. That fucking shit face and that fucking high. And you just got out of the fucking cold, like when I say cold, I mean like negative degrees. Yeah. And you go into a warm fucking restaurant. That's warm. Like with yeah. Warm. Um, yeah. Fuck off. Dude, you're like every other fucking youper up there, dude. That's how they say they go warm. Warm. Yeah. They, their fucking vowels are all fucked up where I'm from. <laughs> I think it's just more the whiskey. Uh, fucking warm restaurant. And uh, just smashing breakfast food. Oh, dude. As much. I mean, every, every fucking breakfast food you can imagine. Best thing I've ever heard of. Breakfast buffet, strip club. I plan on doing that. Dude, it's like, I saw it one time on Parks and Recreation. Let's do that. I saw it one time on Parks and Rec, and they take one of the characters, a place called the Glitter Factory, which is also, by the way, one of the best strip club names I've ever heard in my life. The Glitter Factory. That's pretty dope. And they have an all you can eat breakfast buffet inside of the, in the Glitter Factory. I would fucking love that. Smash some bacon and eggs and hashies. Give me, give me something right now. Breakfast. We can go down to Portland. Breakfast is my favorite style of food. You know what we should do? That this, okay, so the clubs are damn near pretty much empty down in Portland, and they have breakfast buffets down there. Well, that's upsetting that they're empty, because I would go there for a breakfast buffet any day. Well, no, I mean, like, customer base, they're almost empty. Oh, okay. Like, when they first open, right. the first couple hours, there's, like, maybe three, four customers in there. Right. We should go down there, do, like, a live podcast in a strip club while eating a breakfast buffet, and talk to some of the girls, since they don't have a whole lot going on in the morning. Yeah, I would absolutely love that. And all you would hear is 
me smacking some fucking bacon in my mouth, oh, dude. Jesus fucking bacon. Oh, dude. Woo! Fuck it. You can do that while the fucking stripper's talking. That's fine. Eat my bacon. You can drink whiskey. That's okay. No. Or beer. Orange juice. That's how you eat what? breakfast. You drink it with orange juice. Eat. No. Yeah. Mimosa? No. Orange juice. Mimosa. Sure. Mimosa. That's what I'm hearing. You say orange juice. Okay. That's I'm fine. hearing mimosa. Okay. That's fine. My little thing, my uh, side. Why not alcohol in the morning? You're an adult. It's the same reason we eat birthday cake in the morning for breakfast. I've never done that. What? Nope. This man is not living. I'm a fucking temple. Just kidding. I live my life like it's an amusement park. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, does this look like it's a, a temple? Yeah. Does this look like a temple? God, no. Um, the other day, because uh, I don't know about you, but I fucking love to cook. It's pro- it was actually like my very first like professional dream. I wanted to be a chef. So when are you cooking for the podcast? And I'm always I'm always toying with ideas and shit. And I have a full idea concept, pages on pages written out for the restaurant that I want to open. That's my next venture. Is I want to open up a restaurant. And um, it's a great something small. Area to do it. Something small. Nothing crazy. Maybe maybe ten tables, if not even smaller. Like it, I want. It sounds to... like something that's like right next to my building. They only have like a couple tables. They're yeah. only open to select hours out of certain days of the week. Oh, I'll be open all the time in select hours, but like, I definitely want something super small. I'd rather have people fight for space and ha- not have an, you know what I mean? than have a bunch of empty tables. Um, so I want to, I was toying around with this recipe the other day. Um, I want to do a stuffed Cornish hen with oranges, onions, peppercorns, and cranberries and rosemary stuffed inside of a Cornish hen. And almost do it like beer can chicken. So like stuff it with all those herbs, cook it, steam it, like almost like a rotisserie steam. And then serve it with golden Yukon garlic, white truffle mashed potatoes, and grilled asparagus. I know. I was... Wow, that's a lot. I almost got wet when I was thinking of that recipe. (laughs) And I can't even do that. No, that all sounds good for my taste personally. I'm not a huge fan because you said orange and cranberries. But it's not – you're not eating the orange and cranberries. It's okay, for the, so you it, just no, want the flavor. It's, yeah. So okay. basically everything that's in the corn – I mean like think of – you know when you think of a chicken, you have like the rib cage and everything like that. So same thing. Like you're not technically actually eating all that stuff unless you want to. But technically I'm just trying to season and flavor the meat. So like you'd be okay. eating everything then, around yeah, it. I would definitely – Yeah. I, would I mean I get – yeah. If you wanted to, you could. But no, I would basically put um, – I can't remember what it's called, but what's when you tie a bunch of herbs together and like you use it when you do, you can do it for steaks and stuff like that. Um, but I would just want to stuff it and have it get flavor and then you could just eat the outside of it. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. The place that I want to open, uh, super locally sourced farm to table fork and knife. There's like, I think I have nine menu items. That's it. And it's all meat and potato. It's all fork and knife. Super, super home cook style type dealio. Um, but the biggest thing, like, think about, okay, so, and think about for us right now. We're sitting at a table talking, having a conversation, and you've already busted my balls twice about being on my phone. Yes. So think about the idea even for, so like back in the back in the day in the 90s or whatever early 2000s before cell phones were even a huge thing miss those days where you'd sit down with your family and actually fucking talk at dinner 
You know what oh, I that mean? Sounds like a nightmare. But you know, we know what I mean though. Like the idea of sitting down with people and conversing, and, yeah. and the whole sharing, like, like we do once a week, just right. for the fucking fun like, of it. and like we're talking, and like the, you know, sharing a meal with someone, quote unquote. You know, like I want to bring that back. Like I want to bring back two people talking, not two people sitting at a dinner table with their phones in their pocket. You know what I mean? Like I want, like, st- like look at each other, converse, have a conversation. This, and have the meal be the experience that allows you to talk. This is, what, this is what I would do. I would kind of take, for one, I would put a cell phone jammer in your restaurant. Just turn I mean, that, I could. Turn that bitch on. Have no Wi-Fi, no free Wi-Fi. Uh, put a cell phone jammer in there. Yeah, put my restaurant in a basement and then not get Wi-Fi. <laughs> so well, nobody in a basement. Just, just don't have free Wi-Fi. Right. Put on, put in a cell phone jammer, a small cell phone jammer right. that covers just enough area of the restaurant. Yeah. Uh, you know, flip that bitch on, and then uh, I would have your seating in what the Irish call a snug. It's essentially so the Irish, um, an Irish pub, kind of wants to have that feeling of you went from your living room to somebody else's living room. Right. So like tables will have. We'll have their own snug, which is like it's against a wall. Well, it's not against a wall, but it's by a wall, and there's two walls going up the side to almost kind of divide right. the tables from each other. So when you're sitting at a table with your friends or whoever you're with, your your company, right, you almost feel like you're in a room by yourself. Right, absolutely. So you can almost kind of do something like that. Like if you right. if you want something small, ten tables, you can almost do that. You can right. have ones with smaller tables or larger tables for. But larger I also groups. yeah, I, I love that. But one of the biggest things as it ties into the name of the restaurant. I want to have. What's the name? I can't tell you. Oh, come on. I'm like already kind of embarrassed about the whole thing. Come on. And like, You've already spilled it. Let's hear it. Okay, I want to I want to call it The Oak. That's good. The Oak. I want to call it The Oak, and it's literally all, like I said, locally sourced. Like, And I want to serve games. So I want to serve rabbit and hen, and I want to I serve venison and like elk and things like, you know. I want See, that's super hard to do. Okay. It's just the fucking idea. Okay, calm down. No, it's the legality of it. I know. I'm just saying. That's my idea. I have, I'm not crossing the legal barrier yet. You told me to tell you. I told you. So hold on. And um, like you would have to be paying hunters, like somehow, because you can't you can't raise that kind of game for slaughter. Right. No, I know. I'm just saying. And um, so you don't want to be making your. I don't. But mean I want to call it the oak, and I want to have, have I want to have a huge oak slab table. Like a huge barn style big picnic table that could fit like twenty people, and maybe almost even have the whole small restaurant around that one table and make people fucking talk to each other. It's almost like a community. Like, if people want to be at this restaurant, you have like one, one table, and like dinner is served at this time. Right. But like, if you want to eat at this restaurant, you have to be here by four thirty. Dinner served at five. Right. Desserts at like. 5. Well, you know 5. what I'm saying. Something like that. that that's act- my idea. I'm not gonna lie. That actually be kind of a cool concept. Dinner's at seven. You show up. There's limited seating, and we close the door. That, you know, can't fit anymore. That would be a super exclusive kind of place. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm not a people person. You don't say. <laughs> Fuck, dude. That's why I sit here and talk on a microphone. I don't yeah. go and talk out to people. Um, I would go to a place like that. I would choose primarily just for the to, experience. Just to be outside of my comfort zone and right. forced to talk to other people. Right. I think it'd be a great idea. 
By the way, that shit's in the works of being trademarked, so don't fucking steal my restaurant idea. And anybody, dude, people, people if anybody fucking, fucking steals it, I'm coming after you. Dude, people are fucking lazy. It took me 27 years to come up with that idea. People are fucking lazy. Anyways, hey, we're going to take a quick break for a second. What? Yeah, we're going to take a break. I got to pee anyways. That's why I kind of figured we're sitting here drinking whiskey. Tula Mador, if you will. Gotta have a fucking piss break, man. I'm gonna okay. go put an ace. Be right we'll back. We'll be fucking right back. During this break, we bring you this public service announcement. You are not special. You are not a beautiful or unique snowflake. You are the same decaying organic matter as everything else. We're back, motherfucker. We back and we back, motherfucker. Almost like it's a newsroom. And welcome back. We're back. Fuck you. That's pretty accurate. I would. We'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of want to do uh, this this week. Okay, the last episode that before you came on, mm. uh, before we did the two other episodes that were lost. Fucking bastards. Uh, yeah. They they're gonna miss the great white buffalo story. Great white buffalo. Great white buffalo. They're gonna miss. Listen, just so you know, Bottom you guys are gonna prime. miss a lot. A okay. lot of good content. I've got okay. I've got to redo the Thoughtimus Prime really quick. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. So but let me find it really quick. That's okay. And uh, also too, I wanted to. We're gonna get to it. Uh, Calm your tits. Damn it! Fuck the haters. We're gonna get there. Okay. Son of a bitch. No. So something that brought brought up in the first episode was it the first. Yeah, the first episode. First episode. Thoughtimus. Shut up! Sorry. God damn it. I'm going to jump across this fucking table. Thank you. What are you looking at? Are you looking at Instagram over there? Insta hoes. Oh, you're looking at Insta stories. Okay, so my friend sent me this uh, this meme, and we thought it was pretty good. So I kind of want to start calling the studio. Oh, I'll explain that in a second. Uh, the meme says, if he got a beard, he a hoe. Not up for debate. Tats, super hoe. Add muscles. Thotamus Prime. So, I thought that was brilliant, and I think that we're going to start calling the studio the House of the Thotamus Primes. I would love to have ladies call in and to see what they think about that. The Thotamus Primes? Yeah, because honestly, I'm sure ladies would honestly agree that that's how they classify okay, so certain men. Ladies, if you have an opinion on that, if you do not have the anchor app please go download the anchor app or anchor fm app or anchor.fm one of those i can't remember exactly which one go to your app store look up anchor you can leave us a voice message leave us a voice message we will put it in the episode so please do that uh no so the episode i did before you came on mm-hmm. before you joined the house of the thoughtimus primes the house of the holy the Great Thomas album, Primes. by the way. Houses of the Holy. Never anyway, heard it. You were saying? Anyways, um, the podcast has been growing lately. Mm-hmm. Um, even before you came on. No thanks to me, but no, that's okay. No thanks to you, but <laughs> the podcast is definitely going to grow with you being here and joining the, the Thotamus Prime family. Well, I fucking hope so. It's me, and it's and it's you. So I Dirty was Dan. I the was Dirty a, Dan clan. I was is that going to be your following, the Dirty Dan clan? That'd be dope. Ooh, okay. Uh but yeah, it was the lone wolf, and now we're... You're not so lone no more. No. You've added a member to the wolf pack. Yep. And as... <laughs> so, by the way, 
just out of curiosity, so I want to get a tattoo of Zach Galifianakis wearing aviators tattooed on my ass with the same one-man wolf pack across the aviators. Yeah. Or just saying wolf pack across uh-huh. the aviators. Can you do that? No, Mike Campbell can. On my ass? I'm not doing it. Mike's going to do it. Well, on my other ass cheek. Mike's way better at tattooing than me, so Mike should be the one that does it. On my it. other ass cheek, I want a picture of Charlie Sheen. Yep, that's Alexis for sure. And then underneath, it's going to say winning. Yep, that's Alexis. So, yeah, you're going to want Mike and Alexis to tattoo that. Okay. Because I'm not good enough like, to do that. Like, literally at the same time, too. Mike and Alexis for sure. Okay. Yeah. I'll come in like wearing like that's a That's okay, dude. Assless chaps. Do the chaps because then the rest okay. of the gets covered. Okay, I can't stand it when people say that. They say assless chaps. If they weren't assless, they would just be leather pants. So you're saying if chaps are already assless? Yes. Oh, so I said a double negative or yes. whatever it is? Yes, because I wear chaps. Okay, calm down. Because I ride. You wear chaps? When I ride. Fucking I wear chaps Ooh. when it's super cold out because nothing beats that fucking wind other than that thick-ass leather. Uh, I beg to differ. I have not worn anything that's as warm as those You ever worn leathers. snowmobile gear? Okay, besides that. Okay, that's why. Okay, so I couldn't. I'm not you know cool like you. I can't afford leathers. So when I took the first, mo- free. The first motorcycle trip I ever took, it was like a 700-mile motorcycle trip. I did it on a little 750. I did it on a it's, fucking. It's better than a two fifty. I did. I did it on a fucking uh, Yamaha XS seven fifty, shaft driven. It was like a nineteen eighty four. Jesus. Okay, bobbed out. I bo- it was bobbed out. The fucking frame it was a rigid frame. That they was took the most their, uncomfortable ride. They in took the, world. the rig- Okay, so I had a double seater meant for the original way it was built, not the chop style that I had it, and I like f- old fashioned it on there. And um, it made it better, but honestly, it was probably it was a great experience, but it was fucking horrible because I was on this little bitch ass motorcycle that couldn't go over fifty five, and I was hitting I was hitting highway where you're supposed to go seventy. Jesus! So I, I had I couldn't go you over. You were screaming. I was redlining at fifty five for like, like two hours. On no, end, I bet. no, bro. I it was like a five and a half hour. Excursion, but no one goes that long. They stop after about ninety minutes, two hours. Well, I had to because it was such a small fucking tank. I had to refill. Yeah. So I stopped at every at every point of highway. I knew that I had to switch something up. I would stop, get gas, continue. But um, at what point did your ass say "fuck you"? About ten minutes in. Jesus. <laughs> about literally the second I hit the highway, I because it okay. So it was also um, it was also late October early November and up there in Michigan snow was already on the ground and it was already in the low forties, fifties and hitting that fucking cold ass Arctic fucking wind was horrible as shit. So the gear that I was riding in, I had to stop after like an hour and buy snowmobile gear. Cause they don't have, they didn't have just leathers on hands. So I had to buy like Articat snowmobile gear because there, that's like a huge thing up there. I think less of you for doing this, but bro. I, commi- I, I commend liter- you for literally. Doing I, it, but saved, I think less of you for I being like this the, is a good idea. I saved the trip wearing Articat snowmobile gear, and then I returned it on the way back. No, you did. Yeah, no. I didn't Jesus. fucking need it, dude. I spent so much money on that gear. Like oh, I, I was gonna keep it. I don't even own a snowmobile, so I literally returned it on the way back, and then rode the last hour with the shit that I brought, and it was fucking horrible. Jesus. Yeah. Okay, so going back to the podcast, it is it is growing. The last episode we did with, uh, well, I did with uh, Viviana, mommy, Viv- 
What a name. I know. D- dude, it is hard to spell, too. It's Follow her on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, so far, her podcast is number one. It was going back and forth there for a minute between her and Yak Nasty. Go follow Yak Nasty. Shout out to him. He's fucking dope. We're going to have him back. Uh, but, yeah. So, it was a tie between Yak Nasty and Viviana Mommy. And Viviana Mommy right now is, is number one. But I want to talk about how grateful I am for the followers that we do have. That not only follow me, but are going to be following me and you as yeah, soon man. as they learn who you are. I mean, honestly, I've wanted, honestly, like, I'm just the kind of guy that's got a lot of shit to say. So I wanted to do a, po- I've been wanting to do a podcast for a long time. Never pulled the trigger. Recently just tried pulling it. And then me and you got hooked up together. And, you know, we're doing, we're doing this now. And you are doing it too as well already. And you already, like you said, you already started building a following. But I'm very more than grateful. And, uh, Honestly, like you were saying earlier, like, I don't even care if we have one follower. Like, I just got a lot of shit to say, and I'm glad that we can sit down and do this. And I'm glad that mm, as we continue this, that more and more people are going to hopefully tune in and listen and hear what we have to say about things. Yeah, I'm grateful for, for like like you were saying, I'm grateful that we if we have one follower, two right. followers, five followers. I don't yeah. care. I love doing I, this. Yeah, exactly. I love having a platform where I can say what I want to say without being censored. Right. And just kind of getting shit either off your chest, right. sharing sharing shit going on, having different opinions, talking to people right. in different worlds. I mean, if – don't be wrong. I, I came from a background where I worked in strip clubs, so I knew sex workers industry a little bit. Uh, but I never would have had the opportunity to sit down with Viviana Mommy or Bella and talk to them about how they feel about the industry because – working in a strip club, I, I didn't have deep conversations with the people that worked there. It was, hey, how's your night? You're telling me at the club you don't talk you don't talk deep conversations when you're getting pussy grinded up on you. You don't get that when you're working there. Oh, okay, got it. Never mind. Yeah, like when I worked there was mostly breaking up stripper fights and standing outside talking to customers while smoking cigarettes all night. Oh, okay. It was a pretty easy job. Yeah. Uh, But then I never would have had been able to sit down and have conversations with people like Yak Nasty, who's who the way he thinks and processes things is just. Right. A way I never would have looked at things. It's just cool to right. to hear that kind of shit. Yeah, and I can't wait for us to be able to have more and more people on the stu- in the studio with uh, interviews and things like that of all walks of life. I mean, that's another thing that I've learned about moving out here is um, anything and every anything and everyone is out here. All walks oh, of life Jesus from Christ. top to bottom. Yeah. So like where I was, very close quarter closure, close off town. You know what I mean? Like very 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 small select style of people up there and it's just amazing the cultural differences and everything that goes along in being somewhere like out here and i just can't wait to have so many people like i want to have like as stupid as it sounds i want to have a homeless person on here i want to interview a homeless person fucking buy his ass dinner and have like a long ass conversation well there's a piece of equipment that i want to get that will allow us to like go out and talk to people yeah because you might want to have a homeless person on here. I don't want to bring a homeless person in here. Okay. Fucking hose them off. Do something. I don't care. I'm just saying, like, I, the, basically what I'm getting at is we have a lot to say, but there's also a lot of things that a lot of other people have to say that don't have the platform that we're creating. Yeah. And I can't wait to have them on here to hear their stories and their experiences and the things that they have to say, too. I Absolutely. totally agree. Yeah. And if anyone wants to, to help us grow, you can go to the Anchor app, and there is a spot on there to leave a donation if you'd like to, 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 help, us, to help us grow. I mean, we did just have a setback with 
with the theft of right computer and laptop right. and and you know this computer didn't just come out of fucking thin air it does have to be paid back um, right there was someone who was nice enough to help us get us a new computer yeah to donate yeah. essentially the funds to get a new computer a new mouse a new hard drive right. and i but no i i can't be I can't be more grateful for the fact that... Oh, yeah. That, I can't be more grateful that was... you asked me to be on this podcast in the first place when we first did that episode where we were just... It was just me as on a get, as a guest. You know what I mean? And, then, and that like, was a ton of fun. Yeah. And like, and it was just a super small coincidence that I tattooed you and that I knew that you had a podcast and I was listening to your podcast while I was trying to start my own podcast on the same platform of Anchor because yeah. I heard about Anchor on a different podcast that I was listening to. And that's what they use. And I thought it was super cool how they um, they can help you monetize your podcast and set you up with sponsors and stuff like that. And just like the whole experience of like putting it all together, putting together co- uh, content and putting it out there uncensored. And just, yeah, it's absolutely wonderful. Yeah. So the way this podcast got started, um, I'd always want to do a podcast, but I was like, I didn't know what to do, what, what to do it about. And at the time, um, the thought entered my head. I think I was just at the end of my time at working at the club yeah or just after and i was like it would be dope to have a podcast just to have just to have strippers on we'll call it the stripper files and we'll hear all the fucked up stories that strippers have to deal with right i thought that would be hilarious because i'd as, still love as, to hear that well yeah so don't get me wrong by the way any strippers listen to this let me know we'd love to have you on because i love stripper stories of the club yeah. not for the stripping for the stories i mean you can come on wearing whatever i'm not gonna there's no censorship even in the studio. Dirty Dan you the Man coming in Fucking wear whatever yeah. you want. I'm not going to not gonna stop you. Um, but no, you're more than welcome to wear jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> Jesus, that was like so fatherly. You're like, how dare you look at my stripper? Like, put some... <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so I was like, because working at the club, there's so many fucked up and funny stories. Whether right. it's a stripper brawl, a fucking... Stripper coming to a customer who's got sweatpants and just fucking just spanking it. I off. mean, just fucking going to town. Um, Dude, I thought that was crazy as fuck with that last with the last when you had her. Um, God, why can't I remember? Viviana. Viviana mommy. What? Oh, my God. Get a new fucking handle. But uh, <laughs> she was talking about how all of those dudes that come up to the, the stands and like they're already jerking off. Like, yeah. with their dicks out and shit. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Anytime, pretty much... Okay, so if you go to a strip club, if you see anybody wearing sweatpants or basketball shorts, there's a reason they're wearing them. Maybe they just got off the court. Either, no. Oh. No. Not a two <laughs> Maybe they just got me. back from a pickup game with their no. homeboys. No. no. Oh, okay, no. got it. No. Oh. Not even See, close. I like to see the good in people, but obviously you're... Uh, no. Either they're going to jerk it, or for some reason they want to have, like, more sensation when they're in the back getting their lap dance. Kind of a thing. Okay. Um, but no, so... I've literally only ever been to a strip club once. Really? Yeah. You want to hear my strip club story? Well, first I'm going to go back into the story of how this podcast got started. Okay. So, uh, that was my idea. Didn't know how to get fucking started. Had Still had no idea. I was talking with a coworker. He wanted to do a podcast. He's uh, He was a Marine. Yeah. Uh, no longer an active duty Marine. Right. He was doing construction with me. And he's like, man, I just want to have, like, just, just essentially do what we're doing here. Just talking to people. He was like, I want right. to be the most have offensive, that yeah. fucked up shit. And I was like, dude, I fucking love that. By the way, it's super hard to be just just straight up fucking offensive. 
Right. It's hard to have that conversation people want to hear when you're sitting there just trying to be as offensive as possible. Right. Like, I'm already offensive. I say, like, fuck, like, three times a fucking sentence. Right. It also, and de- it no, also depends and on people's definition about of offensive. two dozen times a day. Right. So, I mean, like, I can be verbally offensive. We've had a fucking... We've had two episodes. Two. Yeah. I can count. Uh, two episodes where uh, where the word nigger was dropped, like, three dozen times. With that hard R, man. The my hard R. fucking ears hurt from that. Oh, you're Jesus, fine. Jesus, my you're virgin white. fucking you're ears. You're white, you'll live. God we, damn. we even fucking joked about on the podcast with my buddy who was on who was right, black. Right, the guy who was podcast. on the podcast, right. Yeah, and he was black. And uh, we're going to have him on again because okay, people fucking love him. Um, shout out to Jared. But, uh, yeah, he was he was fucking... He was fucking great. He we even joked about that some white dude, some white person was going to get offended. Right. He's he was like, "What the why why well, we're going to have to white. have, gonna gonna have, to have him on and then another white person and just have him start saying it just to fuck with the white person." We're going to have to have That would be beautiful. We're going to have to have a planned fu- like fucking of like yeah, that's going to be great. That would be beautiful. But uh no, so he just wanted to have a super offensive podcast and I was like So I was totally serious about having a podcast. So I went and I bought all the fucking equipment and I hit him up. I'm like, dude, I got the fucking equipment. Let's start a fucking podcast. Right. And, um, Oh, actually before that, my buddy started a podcast just recording on his iPad. Right. Cause I had no idea what, that's platform. how I did. That's how I did my first one on anchor was off just right off my yeah. iPad. Yeah. Well, he, he says he didn't, Oh, he didn't even record it on the anchor. He recorded a conversation with a businessman, a, a really successful right. businessman. He's like, I just want to record this conversation. Um, uh, because I might want to refer back to it later. Right. And he ended up taking that conversation, uploading it onto Anchor, and making a podcast. And he's such a good... Um, um, Editor? No, such a good uh, feedback. Right. That he decided to start doing a podcast. Uh, right now, his, his laptop crapped out, so he uh, he's not doing his podcast right now. Always something fucking laptop these he days. He has a super old MacBook. Yeah. Like, he had an old one. I have one of the first gens, the white ones. That's what I think. That's what he had. The white, like super, the pla- super yeah, it's like thick. plastic as fuck. Yeah, I don't know if it was like for if that'd be first gen. I think it'd be like second gen. The first ones were like those. They almost looked like a fucking clam, and they came in all yeah. kinds of different colors. And they were clear, and you could see all the wires and stuff in the back of Kinda, it. Yeah. yeah so, okay. So I had second gen, the all yeah. white one, but it was still plastic. Yeah. Damn, dude, old as fuck. So he had a pretty old one, and it, and it finally cropped out on him. So uh, shout out to Sean Delaire and the Delarius podcast. Fucking great shit. Can't wait till he's fucking back up doing his thing, but. So he started doing a podcast. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to pull the trigger and I'm going to fucking do it. So I went about the fucking mics and about the interface and about the shit. And I hit up my buddy Jason's like, let's do it. Right. He's like, dude, I can't do it. I have a special needs child. I just don't have the fucking time. I was like, that's fine. So he's the one that actually named the podcast. Right. And I won't tell you the fucking actual name of it because I'm not dropping the fucking secret of that until he comes on. That's okay. But he did name the podcast Real Ass People's Entertainment. So shout out to Jason for that. Uh but as I've been doing this, I was like, okay, I'm going to fucking do this. I'm going to be super fucking offensive because that's what we fucking talked about. That's what we wanted. And honestly, people don't really want to listen to someone where you're just like, fuck, 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 cunt, 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 bitch. Right. Just fucking whatever. Even though that's kind of like Cock, how we are pussy, anyways, but twat, we, still, whatever. we still talk about it's, a lot of shit. You got to have an actual conversation right. and I'm offensive as it is. And I'm still trying to learn not to censor myself because for some reason – I censor as soon as a fucking mic gets put in my face. Right. Well, you want you want to have that. etiquette. You know what I mean? Like you just said, you don't want to you don't want to have fuck 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 shit. You know what I mean? You don't want to have that. So subconsciously, 
you're trying to keep etiquette in the situation while still trying to be yourself because like you know me and you when we were tattooing the other day that you know the way we were conversing like is not technically how we would be conversing now because now we're trying to keep some sort of etiquette but i completely agree with you man yeah so it's also different because up until you've been here and we'll see how it goes when we have a guest in here because obviously with you being on we haven't had a guest right uh again we won't have a guest until we can afford some new tech. So again, if you'd like to donate to the podcast so we can get back up and running to full standards, please download the Anchor app and make a donation. Also, Anything too, else. if you'd like to leave a little bio of yourself on the Anchor app and we could select, possibly select you to be on the podcast, tell us a little about yourself and we'd love to have you on. That too. Also, please share the podcast and please leave us a review anywhere. A review? Fuck, I hope we get one star. No. Oh. There's been one review. It's a five-star. We have a five-star review? Damn, bro. Well, you have a five-star five review. Yeah. I don't have a five-star review. Anyways. I don't think I've ever gotten a five-star review for anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck, I don't... I can't fucking lost my train sorry, of thought dude. where I was going with that. Sorry, God but, damn it. I just um, love talking to you, man. I'm so sorry, no, dude. Jesus Christ. Oh, no. Fucking etiquette. So, so yeah, you can't just be super... Super fucking offensive. Overbearingly offensive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially with before you came on, talking to people. Like, if I had uh, Shardell on or Bella on or Viviana on, I can't just be sitting here and being as gross and crude as I could with, like, right. maybe three or four people in here fucking joking around. If I'm as crude as, you know, just saying all kinds of crude things, then right. guests are going to start thinking, man, this guy's just fucking creeper. Right. Like, you got to fucking toe that line. Right. Absolutely. You, and you can't cross well, it. As soon as you cross the toe line, the line of professionalism and authenticity, which I feel like some people would say you don't have to toe the line because if you're always going to be yourself, you're, you're going to always be authentic, even if you're trying to be professional. But I can tell you this now the way that I talk to clients is not how I talk to you. Yeah. Like, the way the whole, this whole fucking podcast, the way that we talk, like, I do not speak this way to anybody in the shop unless it's a co you know even though they're co-workers you know what i mean like we talk the way we do but to clients and stuff like that i same thing i try to retain a level of professionalism while still having a sense of authenticity right when i when i fucking go to work it's it's not a fucking day right. unless you're called a cock guz, cock guzzling was it cock sucking cum guzzler like five times before break. Well, there's that. That's a normal day. So for me, you know what's super funny today? Like you don't. It's not a normal day unless you get called a faggot twelve times in a day. Well, I got walked in on by a client with my pants down today. Did you? Yeah. Epic. I was changing. Let's hear the story. <laughs> Literally, nobody knew that my pants were down. I was changing my sanitor bandage on my tattoo. Where's your tattoo? I got tattooed yesterday. You got tattooed? Yeah. What'd you get? I got a big old cover up on, on your a, dick on a portrait that I had. No, mm-hmm. that it would be really small if it was that one. Um, but, uh, I got it. By the way, who do I go to if I want to get my dick tattooed? Uh, Mike Campbell. Okay. Absolutely. Mike, I am calling you. Mike Campbell. I want a little skull towards the end of my dick. Mike will handle your Johnson very well. Um. I bet he will. But, uh, yeah. So, like, this girl came in that I've tattooed before. She came in to talk to me about a tattoo. And, like, no one knew my pants were down. I was just sitting there in my station trying to change my fucking sanderm. And then, like, uh, our apprentice and my client walk up and i'm like hey can y'all like give me a second like my pants are down and they're like what and they like both look down and then they get all bashful and like turn around and like obviously i got like boxers and shit on but like i'm sitting there with like literally looks like i'm taking a shit in my chair like while changing my sanaderm 
And then like, <laughs> I go to stand. I kind of you know like when you okay. So you know like when you go to take a shit and you like you stand back up. You kind of stick your butt out to like pull your pants up. You like when bit, you when you bit, yeah. you know like when you just naturally stand up and pull your pants back up. So that happened, and then they prematurely turned around. And like saw me pulling my pants up with like my ass out, and they're like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Okay, guys, like, fucking give me a second here. I'm so sorry that like I had to change my bandage." But when you when you started doing this, I'm assuming, yeah, assuming the shop wasn't fully open. What today? Yeah. Oh, it was in the middle of fucking business hours. Oh, that's your yeah. own fault. I don't give a fuck, dude. If I got to change my fucking sand, it's not like I walked up to them and was like, "Hey, excuse me, let me pull my pants down." And you change literally it. have a private tattoo studio in the back. Yeah, but I wasn't th- I wasn't prepared for someone to walk in, okay? Which is funny because my booth is in the front where all the windows are, and I just whipped my pants down. It was just like, I'm changing my bandage now. Yeah, but when it's daylight, you can't see in those windows. No, it's no, you got too much of a reflection on the yeah. outside and shit like that. Yeah, no, I can't I can't wait. It's going to be such a great time, dude. We're going to have a fucking f- I want Can we do a live call in too? Is that a thing? Once we figure that out okay i can't wait like i want to bring people in from across the country we can well okay i want to get my mom on the podcast just kidding i would never do that here's what we can do for it's not going to be live right it would be well you know what i'm saying people can tell us they want us to call them right and we can call them and record the phone call oh and then see i'm not good with technology i don't know and then put it all together and that comes with the piece of technology I want to buy that's around right. $300. Damn. No one said it was cheap. No, it's not cheap. It ain't easy being sleazy. And that and that piece of equipment would also help us record uh, on location of places, too. Oh, okay. Sweet. But also, if we want to record it on location of places, we're, right. we're not going to be using condenser mics. Right. We're going to be using like a mic you would have on stage where you have to hold it several inches from right. the mouth. Okay, so that it's makes not sense. picking up everything right. around Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Whereas, like, we're using studio mics, so if someone's, you know, 20 feet over there playing right. pool, we're going to hear every single bash of the balls. Well, shout out to my freestyle game on this mic, mic drop one, too. Just kidding. Yeah, I could, spit a bar. I can never. Just do it. I can never I'll spit a bar. give you a beat. Jesus. I don't want to beat. I only too- go, first off, I only go acapella. If I go, okay? But I don't never spit bars for people. Fucking Eminem over here. Dude, I honestly don't like Eminem. I think he's a trash artist. Get out. I literally th- I literally don't that's get like why the, he's that's like one of the number one people I have. I do not for in understand this world. how he has the clout he does. Like I get it. He's like the most dominant white rapper in the whole history of hip hop. And the most some argue dominant rapper. Some argue that he's the best rapper alive. He's the best I don't, rapper ever. I don't fucking see it. Okay, so one of the reasons I have respect for him, one he literally did start at the bottom, not like you, Drake, that started in an upper middle class family. Aubrey Graham did not fucking... start in the middle class. He came from the fucking hood. He came Who? from Degrassi. Aubrey Graham. That's Drake's real name. Is it? Aubrey Graham. See, he even changed his fucking name. He didn't change his name. That's his okay. stage name. He grew up in an upper middle class family in like a five bedroom house, in ground pool in the fucking backyard, oh. in a nice ass fucking clean neighborhood, and then starred in a hit TV show when he was a teenager. He did not start at the bottom. He started above the fucking middle. He started above the middle? Oh my God. What a way to say that. That's funny. Yeah, I just Fuck I don't, you, Drake. Fuck you. No, Drake. I can't you, Drake, stand no, Drake. Drake, you keep doing what you're doing no, and you keep go fucking, die. No, Drake. Go 
die. Drake is absolutely fucking amazing. So yeah, he was born in I hope, Ontario, no, Canada. I'm not even say that. But if I'm just gonna put this out there, if Drake ends actually ends up in a wheelchair and can't sing anymore, you won't see me shed a tear. Isn't that crazy? That like he went from being an actor, actor in a horrible fucking uh, went from a horrible actor to a horrible rapper. Damn, bro, that's pretty fucked up to say that, but that's okay. It's okay. I don't have any rap skills, but I I can't stand Drake. I can't stand his style. I can't stand his lyrics. Can't stand his song. I can't stand anything about him. Oh, I think Drake's a fucking dawn. That's just me though. A what? A dawn. A dawn. A dawn. You know what a dawn is, right? Yeah, a little bit. I can't, but I can't fucking stand. He's Drake. the fucking. He's the dawn. The bee's knees. The cast pajamas. The fucking who's who. No. Yeah, dude. He's straight. Anyway. Anyway. We're gonna. We're just gonna agree to just that's fuck okay. Drake. Nah. Okay. Okay. Sure. Back to Eminem. This is one of the reasons we're gonna cover this really quickly because I want to get to something else really quick. He did start at the bottom. He busted his ass to get to the top. Okay. He worked his ass off, which I can respect. Not only that. Yeah. Was that the chair? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Please tell me that, that was, was so. Listen, if it was a fart, I would have claimed it. But you were saying. Okay. Uh, so not when he was getting famous, he he put his daughter first above everything. Right. Which I can respect as a father. Uh, I th- I think he's a brilliant. I'm gonna try and say this. I've had a couple whiskeys. I'm gonna try and say this word properly. I think mm-hmm. he's a brilliant lyricist is that how you say it a lyricologist no i think that's incorrect it's lyricist lyricology lyric the study of lyrics lyricology no not this god damn it i'm fuck don't be upset because i'm right it's he's a lyricologist god damn it lyric lyricist lyric cyst okay that's fine anyways i think his lyrics are great they're usually fairly in depth. It you, ruined it. it. You know what ruined for me? My band. What? What? Me album and my no man. My band. Fucking him and D twelve. That shit ruined it for me. Like, how do people fucking like that shit? I like D twelve. That shit. That shit. It's not the. Me. It's not the biggest thing in the world, but his. I'm talking about his solo shit. Okay. Revival sucked. The album he just put out was. Yeah, I couldn't even make it through it. For those who don't know, Dan the man just shook his head and put his head in his hand, realizing how trash Eminem was. Not Eminem. Oh, revival. I don't even know the name of this fucking last album he put out. Fucking Kamikaze was fucking brilliant. I don't even know. I don't even know what we're talking about at this point. I don't listen to Eminem at all. Oh, Jesus. The Christ. only thing that I know about Eminem is that okay, he made a movie one time and that he's. We're from just Detroit. gonna fucking agree to this that fuck Drake. Eminem is God. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, except the fact that. Eminem is fucking liberal, but we won't go there. Okay. Uh, I do have a question for you. What's up? You got any haters? Do I have any haters? Do you have any haters? Dude, I pro. You know what's funny? Wait! Pop- what? I got a better question. Wait. Okay, yeah. What's the, what's the better question? You wanted to bring something up. Something about content creators you were talking about before we started recording. What do you want to talk about that? I want to talk about... Because I've been going through this recently. As, By the way, I really popped off that fucking chair when I said Yeah, I, I want to go... I've been having these thoughts in my head lately about how... It started when I was trying to do stuff for my tattoos and stuff like that. Um, how the fuck am I supposed to compete with the rest of the world? Like, I don't understand... Especially... Okay, so especially now, we both know 
you know, you got Joe Rogan, Howard Stern, all these crazy, crazy multi-million, you know, follower, podcasts, talk shows, things like that. Um, like, how the fuck are we supposed to compete with that? And then same thing for me and my tattooing. Like, how am I supposed to compete with artists that have 6.2 million followers? And Marketing. like, huh? Marketing. Well, I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying in general, like as a content creators on multiple platforms, you know, how do we make our wedge bigger? Marketing. And, and Okay. It's, but it's more than just a one word answer of marketing. You listen to Gary Vee. You should know this. Right. I mean, I know. And actually the other day I heard Instagram it. ads, Facebook ads. Right. Like you, like your Instagram, you are a great tattoo artist. How often do you post? Uh, well, I post every t- almost every time I tattoo, but I don't really. I'm. Like, you should be posting every tattoo. Okay. Okay. So, like my <laughs> tattoo, you didn't want to post it because my arm was swollen. Yeah. Fuck that. Well, now your arm's not swollen, so I'm gonna take a picture and post it. Yeah. Well, I, I would, yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like I the would, day I, of, I, your, I would, your arm looked would, angry as fuck. Like I, I don't want to post. I that would shit. wait till like the next day. I would wait till like next week because it's still a little dry. Okay. But. You do not generally see a person you've tattooed on a weekly basis. No. You get the picture right after it's done. Right. Post it. Just post it. Right. You're, if you get one follower and fucking 20 likes for that one fucking post, that's still one more follower. You're still growing your influence. Oh, I know that. I'm just saying like... Yes, you're hard on yourself. The tattoo is still dope. It's still bomb. People know that your fucking body is going to react to a tattoo because right. you're you're pissing the body off. Well, like, not everybody like, knows that. Okay, if you that, don't and know then that, that's, you should not that's be where there's tattoos. fucking that's where the haters come in because there are people that will post be like, "Why does this skin look all fucked up?" and blah 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 blah. Because a tattoo is an open wound. You well, just it's also because the they're edu- and, well, they're uneducated about it too. So, like, you're right in in a sense, you are right. Like, people that are sub searching or searching tattoos are in the tat or who are. Um, immerse himself in the tattoo industry like they should know. But at the same time, like, that's just not what I want. I don't want people to see how fucking... Because the picture of how angry your arm is that day is a totally different picture I could take tomorrow with your skin not angry as fucking swollen and red and all the ink is settled and everything's all nice and saturated and fucking... You know what I mean? Yeah, but if you took a tattoo... Or not a tattoo, but if you took a picture the... Was it the next... Yeah, I came in the next day. Yeah. And you took the Saniderm, right, Saniderm? Yeah. Off. I bet it was fucking crisp and clean as fuck. Yeah, but your arm was still swollen. Was it? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Dude, oh. we tattooed over a huge fucking chainsaw scar. Your shit was probably angry for at least a week. Maybe. I didn't I yeah. didn't even notice. I didn't yeah. even notice until like two weeks later and you told me the fucking arm was pissed off. Yeah. I didn't notice at all. Oh, yeah. But anyways, I think for you, if you want to grow, I don't know how many followers you have on Instagram. I have like 1,200 followers. I think you should be posting every tattoo you do. and if you, So if you do at least one tattoo, I think you should be posting the tattoo you did. Mm-hmm. Or at least whatever progress you made on mm-hmm. it. Along with one picture of what you were doing as an artist that day. Whether right. it's something you're doing funny or stupid around the shop. Or whether you're just doodling on your See, iPad. See, I already primarily do that though. Like I post on my story probably three times Not your a story. day. Not your story. Right, but I don't have enough to post on like. Doesn't matter what it is. All right, like, Dad. Fuck. Like, like I get it. Like literally, <laughs> you could be doing a selfie in front of one of like if you did a painting that is on the wall. Like do a selfie in front of your fucking painting. Right. Like fucking new painting on wall. Whatever. Right. 
it's a post. It shows that you're doing your artwork. It shows you, you know, it's another way for someone to get to know you. Right. And to follow Absolutely. you. And be like, oh, hey, this guy looks interesting. I'm going to follow him. Another, like, this fucking podcast. If someone's following you, they can come fucking follow the podcast and learn more about you. Absolutely. Like, I, like if, if Mike Campbell was doing a podcast, I would listen because Mike Campbell fucking tattoos me. Right. I'd want to get to know him a little better because I feel like getting a tattoo is a, a fairly, not, not at the risk of making this sound sexual, it's an intimate thing. Yeah. Like, you're getting to know someone. Like, someone's, like, digging a right. fucking needle oh, into tattoo, your skin. Oh, tattoos are very you're, intimate. And you're, you're carrying around their fucking artwork right. for the rest of your life. Right. Like, it's an, it's an intimate thing. Oh, it always is. So, I would want to get to know the person that is, that is literally, like, you have people come and go out of your fucking life and they leave memories. Like, a tattoo artist is leaving a mark on right. your body for the rest of your life. That is, right. to me, that's super fucking intimate. That's a very intimate thing, yeah. So, I would want to get to know the person that's doing that. Right, Absolutely. That's I why, agree. like, to me, if I go in and I talk to a tattoo artist and they're just super fucking distant, I'm like, I don't want to get tattooed by you. Right. Because you're doing, because it, again, intimate. I want to know you. I want right. to get to know you. Don't be wrong. Mike also, can, be, Mike, Mike can that, seem a little distant I sometimes. Also he's very quiet sometime, when he's I'll working. I'll tell you this, too, though. Sometimes I don't really want to fucking talk to my clients. And it's nothing personal. Yeah, I just, fun. like, I just want to fucking concentrate. Like, if I got something really pressed, like... I'm not going to name names, but today it was the client that I tattooed today. She fucking kept like, she literally was like hawking my fucking tattoo. Like she literally was like staring at it. Like we, we were almost butting foreheads. She was that fucking close. And I literally had to ask her to back off cause she was making me so fucking nervous. But like, that's I wasn't, annoying. but I wasn't saying anything either because, and that's what I'm saying. Like it was intimate. We were, th- we were physically that fucking close to each other, but I wasn't talking to her. Because she was making me that nervous. Like, so sometimes there are times where I just like, I don't want to talk because I just need to concentrate. And if I'm talking too much, then I'm not concentrating on my job. And that's, and that's fine. Like when you're, I think when you're tattooing, that's an exception. Right. Like beforehand. Right. Like if you're not like a people person or very friendly, like to a new customer that wants to come in, like I've gotten, like, I know you better than I know Mike now, but if I went in, I want to get a tattoo by Mike. I get sometimes he's kind of a quiet person. Right. I can be like, hey, Mike, this is what I want. Like, you right. can kind of a price range. Can we set up a date? Can you, right. can you do it? And I get the info. And if he doesn't want to talk, he doesn't want to talk. Like, I get him. But I know him. Right. I know him a little more. Like, when I, if I first came in, thankfully I came in with my ex the first time I came right. in. Right. And she did the talking. So I kind of got to know him that way. Right. Uh, but it, it is. Like, I don't – like, if I, if I came in by myself – and Mike was being kind of quiet. Right. I, I'd be kind of iffy. Like, well, he's not really talking. Talkative, like, right. I don't really, I'm I not really getting the info. Like, I feel it's an intimate thing. Anyways, going back to, like, Instagram and social media. Right. Uh, doesn't I don't I feel like it doesn't really matter what it is. I'm trying to get better at coming up with something to post. Like, right. where I work, it's a little bit harder. When I'm right. out on a job site, it's kind of easier to post because no one's fucking around. I can kind of post pictures. Right, absolutely. But working in a shop, like, I can't have my phone out no so it's yeah when i'm well when i'm on the job i'm not really supposed to have my phone out but like you're talking six guys on my crew right over anywhere from a four-story building to a 40-story building right i'm generally by myself Mm -hmm. when i'm in a shop i'm stuck in a fucking shop with two dozen other guys right can't really take my phone out um but i try to i try to do my best to post but for you like your income is by people getting to know you yeah you i'd be posting all the time and then 
for you, I would probably be putting money into Instagram ads for locally. Right. And I've thought about it too. I've just honestly, I've never pulled the trigger. I, I, mean, pro- so I know I probably should, 20, but I've never pulled the like trigger. Do like 20 bucks over three days in your local right. area, like a 20 mile radius. Right. And it's 20 bucks. Yeah, but 20 bucks is 20 bucks, man. That's just hard to come by these days. What if that 20 bucks brings you another $600 tattoo? Well, then yeah, obviously. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's marketing. You have to pay for it, right. and eventually it'll pay for itself. As well, long no. as you do it right. Right. But what if I do it wrong? Then you learn. Okay. <laughs> what if you start doing, you know, for every $100 you spend, bring every $100 you spend brings in one $600 tattoo, and then eventually every $20 you spend brings you in a $400 tattoo. Right. So that $100 is now bringing in $1,600 worth right. of tattoos. Absolutely. It's all about, you know, you got to, it's that learning curve. Right. But it's better than not doing it. Which is funny because, like, sometimes I say I'm, like, a very antisocial person, even though I'm not. The fuck you are. But, like, some like I always joke around that I'm the worst person to be in customer service because I fucking hate people. I hate people's stupidity. I hate people's negligence. Like, so. I think that's why we get along. Like, we don't like people, but we really do. But we don't like people, but we get along with people. But we have zero but, patience for stupidity. Thank you. Ex- like, yeah, exactly. Like, I can't, st- I fucking can't stand it. Like, I'll walk away in the back after I get off, like, on the phone with somebody, and I'll just be like, this fucking retarded ass motherfucking asking these stupid motherfucking questions. Like, bitch, if you thought for 38 more seconds, you would have known the answer. Like, I, I fucking hate people. Like, it's, 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 like, that's the thing. It's like, obviously, I'm very social, I'm very talkative. But I have no time for the Couldn't stupid. Tell. I have no time for the stupid bullshit. Like we right. were talking about the stupidity, like shit, like that. I can't fucking handle it. I, so this is what I do. You ever watch Friends? No. I fucking love Friends. I'm just kidding. I religiously watch Friends. Okay. Joey so Tribbiani is <laughs> the man. So you ever notice when Joey asks a stupid question, they just stare at him? Yeah. They'll just stare at him until all of a sudden he goes, <gasps> like, "Yeah, there it is." Yeah. I've started over the last, like, six months doing that when someone asks a stupid question. Right. I literally just stare at them. And they're like, what? And I just stare at them. What? Waiting for them stare to get at it. Them. Yeah. What? And then eventually it clicks, like, uh, I'm like, there yeah. it is. Yeah. Like, I'm not even going to answer you anymore. I'm literally just going to stare at you until you fucking get it because it's just going to take 30 more seconds of you using your goddamn fucking brain. You know what's funny? Most of those people are the haters. The haters, the people that don't fucking that I people that the ask haters. the people that ask dumb questions and shit, and I think it's because the way I react, like we we're talking about, how like I'll stare at somebody and be like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like, and that's the shit I have to I have to toe to toe with that. Like, I have to toe to toe with it differently per client because everyone's different. But like, those are the ones that are the haters because more often than not, I'm kind of just like I ignore the shit out of them and don't want to deal with them. How do you feel about the haters? I want to say I love the haters. But also, too, the haters can define my career. So it's like a mixed relationship with them. See, for me, I absolutely love the haters because when I'm done doing whatever – when I'm done doing – because I have a lot of shit going on right now. I've I've told you, like, we got this podcast going. I've got my photography going. I've got – right now, I I technically have a successful sheet metal career that I'm I'm trying to get out of. Like, I have a career that at the end of – in the next – and at the end of four years from now, will be a $120,000 a year job. Wow. Just working 40 hours a week. That, Wouldn't that be nice? 
that I want to get out of. Right. Like a hundred twenty thousand dollar a year job, I want out of. Uh, I'm trying to start my own business. I'm trying to learn real estate. Like I've got all these things fucking going on, and the more fucking people hate on. Are you gonna be a pimp? I would be a pimp. Oh, okay. I was wondering. You said you're trying to start your own business. I was wondering if you're going to get into pimping. No, it's actually going to be a, a female's uh, streetwear clothing line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't really go into it, but we did go see a fucking graphic designer, and we're working on the fucking design. And, okay, uh, perfect. We're really fucking arguing over the uh, the cut of the shirt. Okay. It's, uh, That's okay. I'm really, I'm really it will set, unfold itself. I'm really set on a, on a, on a fitted V-neck. Do these bodies look like we can fit in anything vid- fitted? No, not for us. It's for women only. Oh, well, that's okay. It's not for us. No, I do have a concept for a men's streetwear and gym clothing line. Oh? Yeah. Okay. But we're going to see how this goes first, and then we'll take probably the proceeds from that to start the other company. Okay. Um, so you accept the haters. I love the haters because when I'm done... I want to be like, you could have done this, but you decided to put all your energy into hating somebody else. Right. So fuck you. Well, I can agree with that. I can the, agree with that. I also learned a great acronym for Which haters. Is, let's hear it. It's, if I can remember it, I'm hoping I don't have to look it up. It's having anger towards everyone reaching success. That makes sense. And I love it. And I, I found mean, that- that's a very true statement because people like when they tow with jealousy and things like that and they hate on you for the things that you're doing that they can't do or they're not in the mindset enough to be productive enough to do the things that you're achieving. So I completely agree with that. But sometimes you got them trolling haters, the fucking Instagram haters and the the fucking bridges and all that shit that, got, that comes with it. I haven't really had anyone on Instagram specifically be a hater. Luckily, I haven't either, to be completely honest. And I'm like, knock, I really feel knock like Twitter's more of a place wood. for haters. I don't even have Twitter, so I don't have to do. I that have shit. a Twitter. I don't really use it. I don't have a Snapchat either. I have Snapchat. I don't ever. use I call it, it Snapchat because more often than not, it's for pussy shots. I. All my female <laughs> friends are like, snap me, and I'm like, I, I don't use fucking Snapchat. Like, yeah. I'm literally, I'm not gonna take a picture. Like, I'm gonna text you, so you might as well just fucking text me. Right. Like, we can just have a conversation. You know what's funny? Like, that's how I feel. Like, why do I have to go onto a different app to send you a picture when I could just send you the picture in the text thread that we're talking through right now? Literally, after three to five selfies, I just end up starting to take pictures of whatever the fuck's in front of me. Because I'm done with it. And usually, I'm all... And because it takes... For me, it's long... It takes longer to use Snapchat... I'm it's usually during a time in which I'm watching TV, so I'm literally just going to keep well, taking yeah, you snaps have to, oh, of the fucking yeah, TV I'm absolutely. watching. Yeah, it's fucking pointless. For me, it's pointless. Like I feel like unless it's for nudity, it's pretty much pointless. Um, I know Gary Vee says to fucking use it for advertising, but I'm like, I'm not near a point where I need right. to use Snapchat for advertising. No, me neither. Facebook, no. Instagram. Uh, once I get my business up and running and start learning this real estate stuff, probably... Uh, uh, LinkedIn. Yeah, um, I definitely trying to, agree. Trying to learn TikTok. Yeah. TikTok. I'm uh, too old for that shit. These fucking youngsters these days, man, with all their fucking social media platforms. Do you, dude. Do you know what I've noticed from TikTok? Most of the people TikToks are our age or older. Yeah. Um, a lot of them. But there's a lot, there's a lot, of, younger, lot of young kids doing I don't think it. I follow a... So I go to the For You page. Yeah. So not the following, the For You. So it's all the stuff. It's like going to... It's like opening up YouTube and be like, it's all the stuff that's suggested for you. Right. I think, like, the last five times I've been on there, one video, maybe two, was of someone under the age of 25. Damn. So it was 
It's like I'm watching people 40, 35, 30, 25 all doing their fucking thing and fucking killing it. Yeah, I don't really get the whole – honestly, like I don't really get the whole TikTok thing because it's just like – it's almost like a shorter – it's like add Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube together. That's TikTok. How so? Your post okay, so I feel like it's if you combine Vine you, you and ha- Instagram together. Well, yeah, okay. So you have your account, you post shit up, people can comment, follow this and that, blah blah blah. You can do all the videos and shit like that. But is there a time limit on TikTok? Well, uh, you, you can either do if like you can either set it to fifteen seconds to where your max time is fifteen seconds, right? Or you can set it to sixty seconds to where your max time is sixty seconds. But you can do and. So your max video is 60 seconds. You can do any time you want up to 60 seconds. Okay. So, yeah. I just feel – I personally just feel like TikTok's a bunch of old other platforms mixed together and made into this new one when you can do the exact same thing on a bunch of other shit. But that's just me. I think you have to play around with it a little bit. Yeah. I Like I said, I don't, I don't fuck around with that shit. I'm too, I get, I'm too old for that. I don't do that stuff. So You're not too old for it. I promise you. There's literally dads who are like 50 years old out there fucking killing it, and they're one of the top people on TikTok. That – you know <laughs> – you know what's funny? So, like a bunch of them. Not like, I'm not talking like just one person. Like a bunch of them. Well, actually, it's I think funny. I saw a 60 year old trucker making a video on TikTok the other day. I saw a TikTok the other day about a trucker who got stuck in the ice. So you are right. You can do a bunch of random shit. I saw one trucker who hit something and it blasted blood over half his truck. And he's like, "Well, I think I fucking hit something." But um, so glad I have this bumper. <laughs> so glad I have this bumper. Uh, let's wrap this up, buddy. Let's get out of here. Let's tell these people. Are you sure? Yeah. Let's tell these people. Where we got can. a couple more minutes. All right. All right. That's fine. Talk to me. Talk to me, sir. What do you want me to talk to you about? Ah, uh, hold on. I just got, I just got this. I got to see if this works really quick. What'd you get? Oh, you ready? You oh, get? it does work. That's how I'm going to end it. It's a gunshot thing. It's a gun. Yeah. I have a computer. I can just add gunshot. But it sounds better on my iPhone. I'm just kidding. Killing me. It doesn't sound better okay, on my so iPhone. Okay, so to end it, our first episode, we asked a fucked up question. Oh, are you going to ask me so another fucked up? So I'm going to ask you a fucked up question. All right, let's hear and it. And I want to buy the game. I think we should both pool our money to buy this game so we can end every podcast with asking these fucked up questions. The last question you asked me was about Chewbacca... And if you think he has a dick like a human or if he's got a dick like a dog, yeah. and my answer was both. But let's... That's a big dog penis. Yeah, let's let's hear what this one is. Okay. Your mom and your girlfriend. Don't you ever talk about my mom like that again. <laughs> Dude, Mike was on me today about my mom. Why? He Like, I was on the phone with my mom today because I, I fucking love that bitch. She's like my best friend. And I was on the phone with her. And he's like, who are you on the phone with, your mom? And I was like, yeah. She's like, tell her I said hi. <laughs> he was like trolling me across the shop, like following me, saying all these creepy shit about That's my mom. Fucking pissing me off. Okay. Your mom and your girlfriend switch bodies. Your mom is in your girlfriend's body. Your girlfriend's in your mom's body. Like, like, like the, Freaky Friday shit? Yeah. Okay. What about it? To switch it back, you have to fuck one. Jesus Christ. Which one do you fuck? I don't. I would kill myself. <laughs> I don't. You got, you they can pick. figure that shit you out themselves. No, pick. dude. Th- this is my answer. My mom. Wait. Is, so my is, girlfriend's in my mom's body. My mom's in my girlfriend's so you, body. 
okay to re okay this like dude i don't even want to answer this but like i would still probably pick my girlfriend's body no it's not but no hey man i will never be able to look at your mom the same way again but my mom but like that's the thing though is like i'm not like if you're thinking about the question and the scenario you're not looking at your mom have you ever had to deal with your girlfriend after you fucked somebody else no that's why I'm picking girlfriend and mom's body because I swear to God, if you don't pick the girlfriend to her, you fuck somebody else and you don't want to deal with that after she switches back. Yeah, you overly thought about that shit. I listened to I, I would honestly answer this question. I would honestly much rather just blow my head off and let them deal with that Freaky Friday style. I don't, okay. I don't want to be a part of that fucking trashy ass shit. That's question. a lot. Like That's a lot to here's think another, about. Here's another question. These are just... So I heard these from another show. All right. And they were just fucking priceless, so I had to ask them. Here's another one. You had to choose one or the other. Would you rather suck one dick ten times or suck ten dicks one time? One dick ten times or ten dicks one time. Yep. Fuck. You, like, there's no option. Like, you got to pick one or the other. Is it life or death? Life or death. One dick ten times. Are you sure? I'd much rather have one dick than ten dicks. See, I heard an answer that I thought was brilliant, and I have to agree with it. Which is? And is, I'm I'm going to suck the ten dicks one time, because sucking one dick ten times just shows way too much commitment. Damn, bro. That's <laughs> fucked up. But you I said life that, or death, though. So I like, heard that. I was... I was like, if I would have known that, I, I wouldn't have chose that answer, because that's fucked up. Because now that you say that, like, that... That's a lot of commitment to suck that dude's dick. Ten times. Yeah, that's a lot. So now... That's a lot. So now you're like, hmm, maybe ten dicks one time. All right, I got one for you. You ready? What? Okay, let's hear it. If your Uncle Jack helped you off an elephant, would you help your Uncle Jack off an elephant? Yes. Really? Yeah. That's so nice of you. Family, man. Dude, gracefully. Gracefully help him off the elephant. Yep. That's funny as fuck. Oh, my God. Okay, let's fucking end it. Where can people find you on fucking social media, asshole? You can find me on Designs by Dino on Instagram. It's also spelled Dino, but it's also known as Dino. I am the one and only. And thank you again for another successful ass fucking episode of Real Ass People Entertainment. Underscore inside of that one. Dirty Dan, why don't you tell them where they can follow you at? They can follow the fucking podcast page on Instagram and TikTok at Real Ass underscore people. You can follow my photography page and TikTok at dblockshots, and you can follow my personal page. And no, it's not a bunch of dick shots. It's not. No, it's not. That I send all those to fucking Dino. Fucking don't tell them our dirty secrets. I know. Grab Thank you so phone. much again, guys, and hey. we'll talk to you soon. Hey! What? You can also find my fucking personal page. My personal page? My personal page. What about your personal page? At Big Danny G. Ah! TikTok and Instagram. Big Danny G. You can That's also a good find one. it all on fucking Facebook, too. Are we out of here? We're out of here. Say goodbye. One love. Goodbye. Imagine yourself in your bedroom. Lights are off. Parents are asleep. You're trying not to be so loud. And you just can't help yourself. And you're listening to your favorite song while trying to go to sleep. You just feel so dirty. That was the creepiest way to end it. Oh. Later, shit sticks. Later. Poop soup, dick face. <laughs>